My fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? If you want an abortion, get one! Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principles and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. Welcome back, my fellow domestic terrorists. I'm your host, James, and uh, I got Nick and Anthony with me today. We got the whole squad. It's been a minute. Finally. Hello, sir. Everybody's been missing you. Everybody's been asking about where's the boys at, and they're finally here. Uh, so stop complaining and DMing me that Nick and Ann aren't here, and you're just tired of looking at my ugly face. I get it. Um, <laughs> but today we got a really special guest, uh, two special guests, part of the same account and you may have heard of them we've shared their account countless times because we love the work that they're doing uh we got jay and anderson the guys behind butterfield welcome to we the people radio guys thanks for joining us yeah thank you for having us yeah thank you for having us we're really excited to be here yeah man yeah. you guys are doing unbelievable work and uh shedding so much light on the evil that these crazy bastards because that's what they are are trying to shove down our throats and make us eat. And it's literally killing and poisoning us, especially here in the United States. So I really, really respect what you guys are doing, shedding so much light on all this stuff. But before we get into all of that, uh, shout out to our sponsors, Kush Creams, the number one topical in the game, 21-time Cannabis Cup Award winning. This is the best pain cream I have ever used in my entire life. Uh, I've literally, everybody, dick punch, Alan, everybody's using it now, and they're all telling me the same thing. This stuff is amazing. They have regular lotions as well. Go to kushcreams.com, code WPRUSA for 15% off. Uh, you will not regret it. Um, it won 21 cannabis cups for a reason. That's all I got to say. Um, also, shout out to My Patriot Cigar. Go to mypatriotcigars.com. I got to send you guys uh, a couple samples. I got mine in the mail. Nice. So I got to send Nick and Ant. I got to send you guys some samples to try. I haven't tried mine yet, but I'm very excited to light one up. I'm gonna light one up this weekend. 
I do. Not a good one, but I have one, and it's it's vacuum sealed, um, so I haven't opened it yet. But go to mypatriotcigars.com, code WPRUSA for 15% off your order. Every box, you get the sample packs right now. You get a little sample box, a little five box, and uh, all boxes. A little Moab. A little Moab, a little Hellfire, a little TNT, a little of this, a little of that. And uh, yeah, you get a $10 gift card with every box that you buy. This stuff is, is, is fantastic. And can't forget my pillow join the mikey pillow gangs go to mypillow.com slash wprusa to get tons and tons of discounts and the geezy sheets the slippers the chancletas everything that you would want to get from mypillow.com we lost anthony i don't know what happened to him um but he'll be back now that we got the bills paid now that that's all done i'm once again asking for your financial support Jay and Anderson, tell tell me a little bit about your background. How did you guys start Butterfueled? How did you guys get into this uh, nutrition uh, way of life, like teaching people about what's healthy to eat and why they're trying to literally kill you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So Butterfueled, yeah, Butterfueled started around late 2019 uh, on Instagram, and it was just basically kind of share our experience with carnivore, uh, animal-based way of eating. Um, I'm four years now carnivore, and there, there's, a, there's a lot of valuable lessons that I've you know, taken uh, along the way. But um, yeah, it was just kind of sharing our, our experience with, with carniv- carnivorous foods, animal-based foods, uh, mm-hmm. eating more meat, eating more mm-hmm. eggs, as it, as it had a clear health benefit to me and to the p- other people that are following this type of way of eating. Um, and then, yeah, so we just started started together with the, uh, I, I started the, the eating carnivore yeah, four years ago, but so the, he's been doing it for four years. I, I've been doing it for two years. Um, and then, so we started this Instagram page and if you go way, way back to like our first posts, you'll see where we're just like one of those accounts that just posted like their meals. But then mm-hmm. little, little by little, like we just started learning more about it finding out that there was an actual community of people interested in this way of eating and then just learning about all the health benefits people were experiencing. I mean, I mean, we, we did it for weight loss and like, and you know, we, we lift weights. So our performance increased and got better. Uh, but then people reverting all sorts of diseases, chronic diseases, uh, you know, anything from, you know, obesity, metabolic illness, diabetes, all the way through to like autoimmune issues, uh, you know, all the chronic health issues that people would always say, oh, my, I never thought I could fix this or, or like undo it. But then I they just a lot of, it by fixing their diet. I hear a lot of joint aches and pains go away for people. A lot of skin yeah, yeah. issues, a lot of skin issues go away. Chad Mendez, the UFC fighter, he uh, he had a skin issue that he, he got rid of with going carnivore. Um, so what was it that got you guys like into the carnivore diet? What sparked your interest in yeah, where, 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 what, what were you doing before that? Were you just, you know, just being a regular guy eating whatever the fuck was put in front of you, or was it a con? Like, what was the decision? What, what made you made that choice? Yeah, yeah, no. So, uh, no, that's a good question because it, yeah. So I kind of started my own like fitness, weight loss journey, and uh, I'm a hungry person, right? So mm-hmm. you could lose weight, you know, counting calories. Uh, but I would still be hungry. Then I moved on to keto uh, and it was great because it kind of alleviated a lot of the hunger that I was experiencing. But 
it was hard to maintain like a good level of, you know, just well-being and being in shape. Um, uh, it, just doing all these other other methods, uh, although I, you know, I actually like keto a lot. Um, it, it, I kind of stumbled upon carnivore through the uh, through Sean Baker when he did his podcast with Joe Rogan mm-hmm. um, back then, and I thought it was, that was crazy, right? How could you just eat steak and you know be alive? <laughs> uh, and because uh, just that is like kind of it sounds uh, nuts. Yeah, exactly. Because then you 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 have to wrestle with oh, where do you get your, all your vitamins and minerals? What about all these bad things that happen to be meat? But uh, yeah, it's kind of yeah. I, I was just hungry and uh, just moving on to carnivore kind of really satisfied that um, I don't know it's just. Uh, no, <laughs> no. But you feel satiated yeah. after you eat, though. That's the thing. Like, that's that's my issue. I like to snack. I, I'm a big snacker. Like, I'll go into the cabin and I'll start picking at something because I'm always hungry. And I smoke a lot of weed as well, so that doesn't help. But uh, <laughs> but I, I was a, a high-level uh, athlete my entire life, wrestling and MMA. So I was always very conscious of what I ate. And now I, I, I pick and snack. But when I eat, when I stick to a carnivore regimen, I'm very satiated, and I I don't need to snack. I'm full all day, um, and I only are need to eat really one like, meal a day. Are you guys more like the say the Paul Saladino way, where it's the meat, fruit, and raw honey, or is it just like uh, what's his name, Jordan Peterson, like beef, salt, water? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, no, we're 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 not. We we don't follow like the Paul Saladino protocol uh, of including fruits. Although uh, we're, we're not purists mm-hmm. per se, so pure purists would be strict carnivore, just uh, animal foods, uh, meat, meat and eggs. Yeah, Jordan uh, Peterson, yeah, like and, Jordan and, Sean Peterson. Baker and Sean Baker are both purists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're uh, more like uh, just pro animal foods. Like anything, mm-hmm. meat, eggs, dairy, seafood. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as it comes from an animal, I think I think you're good. You know, beef gets a lot of the emphasis, but of course, you know, if if you you know if you want to eat other meats, other animals, I think the more animals you include, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, the whole Saladino camp loves to preach like the uh, the fruits and the organs. You know, it, it's it's nice. It, yeah, like, like it's nice if you, if you enjoy them, but it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's very interesting because, you know, before you start eating more red meat, like you're probably eating just like chicken breasts and everything, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, uh, you know, chicken is just like a, a less nutrient dense meat. So mm-hmm. some people find that they get more satiated by eating red meat versus a pound of red meat versus a pound of chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, red meat is also fattier, right? I was so, just going to say that. Yeah. And chicken breast is clean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, colloidal fat. But nice. 
the 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 animal-based diet is uh not as difficult as many think it would be like keto to me keto to me <laughs> is a very difficult diet like keto you have like is wild to me and then you see all these these maniacs making these keto friendly like desserts and all this sugar i'm like what what is going on here well, and guys, what would could you say is the main difference then between carnivore and keto because i mean when i think about it if you're you know, sticking to a, a strict carnivore, isn't that somewhat keto? Yeah. So, so keto, the idea behind keto is, uh, you start using, instead of carbohydrates, you start using fat as a fuel, uh, car carnivore shares that, right? Cause you're not eating any carbohydrates or, you know, eggs have carbohydrates, but it's such a negligible amount, a small amount. Um, so you're also using fat as a fuel, mm -hmm. uh, but keto, uh, really is just like meat and vegetables. Uh, carnivore is kind of just meat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cutting out the vegetables. Yeah. Have, exactly. you, have you guys noticed uh, any differences in your inflammation and your recovery when you're working? Because you guys run a fitness page as well. What was your fitness page? Butterfield Fitness. I yeah, love it. Something that, that we're kicking off. Yeah. Well, um, it's, it's, it's hand in hand. I mean, your diet and, and your what you're doing in the gym go hand in hand. Um, you can't have one without the other. If you want to be a healthy, uh, optimal working human being. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's part of our mission, trying to bridge the gap between like a carnivore and, you know, sort of just like going to the gym thing, you know, that starting there, like you'll fix so much of your life. Like it's not everything, but you know, it'll do the bulk of the job, but, um, oh, you know, doubt. In terms of, you want to tell them a bit about like your your experience with uh, going from vegetables to no vegetables? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I guess I guess for me, when I I didn't realize, you know, because I, I used to have like a, like my face would get red, um, and I realized I didn't realize that food was causing this until I, I moved to carnivore. For example, uh, wheat. It seems like wheat seems to trigger my face redness and my face starts to fall off. Um, <laughs> uh, and it wasn't until like I moved on to carnivore. Um, and then I started, had like a cheat meal, had, had have like a brownie or something like that, that suddenly I realized, oh, my face is starting to fall off again. Um, and that kind of pushed me more towards convincing me towards that carnivore. Hey, there, you know, there's definitely something in here um, that, I haven't really considered before how food actually impacts, uh, you know, just my skin. Everything. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Food's the foundation, I think, of of all your health. I mean, it, it all starts with that. I hope I hope you guys aren't shy. So this is a question I've really been wanting to ask. Um, let's talk about poop for a second. So, <laughs> like, I mean, one of the things. <laughs> yeah, his name's. Have you heard of Doctor Kiltz? I think his name. Yeah, is. yeah. He actually yeah. just followed us yeah. the other day. He oh really? Yeah, he just followed right. us the other day. Because he was talking about poop. He said he I, he poops like once or twice a week, and I'm like, oh okay. His he was saying like <laughs> he wants to keep his nutrients and everything in his body, and then a lot of the inflammation in the in the gut and whatnot comes from all the fiber and and the vegetables. And what what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, no, for for me, uh, bowel frequency uh, actually does increase as well, and. Um, what I guess the current thinking is uh, that since there's so much nutrients in, in meat, uh, your body kind of 
just absorb everything, right? You're not producing any waste. There's no waste product. Oh, For see. example, well, fiber, you know, there's, there's soluble fiber and there's insoluble fiber. Insoluble fiber just runs through you. Mm -hmm. So, so you eat that, and it's just making a trip through your digestive system. Uh, yeah, fiber in, it's fiber out. Yeah, that's what yeah. it does. Sean that's Baker said it best for to me. He's like, he's like, have you ever looked at your poop and seen vegetables? And yeah. everybody says yes. And then he's like, well, have you ever looked at your poop and seen a, a piece of meat? <laughs> it doesn't happen. You don't find any meat or any waste product from the meat whatsoever. Maybe maybe some seasoning occasionally, if you overseason. <laughs> maybe yeah. No, it's it's very uh, very digestible meat. Most of it will get absorbed in your small intestine, so it doesn't even make it to to like your colon. Yeah. Unlike fiber, you know, like when you get gas, that's the fiber in your colon just like fermenting and making making gas. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's what causes your bloating. You know, uh, I used to eat a lot of salad. I would have bucket loads of salad of just like kale or spinach. You know, thinking my body is a temple, and then bro, I'd be I'd be farting like so much after <laughs> with pain, and just you know taking big shits in the morning the next day, like yeah, pretending it's normal and it's like good for you, but you know it's it's not the case anymore. No, you you feel that's that pain in your stomach, that bloating feeling is so uncomfortable just to be sitting around and you just have all this gas in your belly. It just sucks. It's not fun. I have I, I was diagnosed with IBS, and that's one of the main reasons that I want to stick more more towards a carnivore style diet, which I do. I just I'm Italian and I love pasta. It's um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one thing I can't really cut out. Yeah, but, that's a tough one. What yeah. um, what would what is your day like of eating? Like, could you take us through a typical day for you guys? Yeah, uh, well, we're not fancy, right? So we, you know, on a random day, it's literally just ground beef uh, and eggs. Um, we we do have a, a a connection that gives us a raw goat's milk. So mm -hmm. uh, we have we tend to have that uh, during our breakfast as well. Um. Yeah, it's ground beef, eggs, milk. Uh, so yeah, uh, you know, I I do have a butcher bar subscription, but I don't really use them a lot. Um, we we also have um, uh, uh, that farm that uh, Triangle S livestock. Yeah, you know, we, we we have like a code with them, Butter Five. Oh yeah, what's yeah. what's the website? Yeah. What's the code? Yeah, absolutely, blast them out. Yeah, I'm about to order some steaks. Yeah, dude, it's uh, Triangle S Livestock. I forget the I think it's Butter Five. You get five percent off. But if you sign up for the newsletter, you can get like ten percent off as well. They they have some pretty they they're grass fed, but they're grain finished. Mm -hmm. um, you know that's that's a that's a rabbit hole we can go down. But um, I mean, you know they're, I wanted to go down that rabbit game. hole. What, what's your thoughts on grass yeah. fed and grass finished, <laughs> grass fed and grain finished? What's what, uh, what do you guys feel about that? So you know, it, our goal is human health. I think I think that we should kind of make that very clear that we want to help the maximum amount of people improve their health. So we want to decrease the barrier of entry for the number of people out there. So if that means ground beef, store-bought ground beef, then that means store-bought ground beef. It's better than vegetables. It's better, <laughs> better, it's better than the alternative, right? And the alternative being no meat. Like, yeah, meat is always a net benefit, any kind of meat.
Mm-hmm. Even chicken, even chicken, you know, even whatever, whatever you can afford. Bacon. Meat hot dogs, dude, like whatever. <laughs> if it's what you can national. Or I get the John the Johnsonville's hot dogs. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are tasty. Yeah, they're yeah. fucking banging. They're delicious. Throw the them better, on the better throw them on grill. Cheese. Yeah, throw them on the smoker. You better. just don't want to see how it's made, right? Yeah. <laughs> you probably stop eating them. Probably. Probably. They're yeah, fucking yeah. delicious, though, I'll tell you that. No, yeah, I, 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 like, I like that thought process a lot because – I think about that a lot as well myself when I'm at the store. I'd prefer to get grass fed, grass finished. One, it's really f- hard to find in a regular store. Like, that's very difficult. Like, you even go to Whole Foods and you ask them, is this grass finished steak? They're like, no, it's grain finished. I'm like, oh, great. It's really hard to find. So, people won't buy it. They'll be like, ah, it's not grass finished. So, I guess I'll get some, you know, cheese and crackers or I'll get, you know, some hot pockets and throw them in the microwave because it's not grass. Are these finished. hot pockets grass finished. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but it's also it's also the price as well. I, I, I do yeah. what you guys do is ground beef and eggs. That's my move. Like for yeah. dinner, today, I'm going to have I, I put a little uh, chorizo in there to spice Ooh. it up my ground beef and then I'll nice. do some eggs. Uh, always with carry gold grass fed butter, though. Always. Yeah, that's the best. I love that. Always, always. So, nice. so then your philosophy, it, your philosophy yeah. is it, it doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, what do you feel as far as like if you had a choice? If you're sitting there, you're flush in the pockets, and you could choose between grass fed and grass finished, or grass fed and grain finished. Which way are you guys going? I, I mean, yeah, with uh, with with flush pockets, uh, definitely, uh, yeah, grass finished would be. You know, what's I, the, the reason behind that? <laughs> yeah so so it's it's all it's all different and uh you know if, if with flush pockets like you know you would find a local farmer and you know see what they're feeding their cattle and you know if the, if your local farmer is finishing it off with some grain like you know it's cool i think it would that would be cool i think going local would be more important with flush pockets mm-hmm. rather than just like going to like the whole foods and looking for that grass finish label because mm-hmm. you know even even the even the labels themselves will be problematic with the way that they you know, they categorize or like certify if it's a hundred percent grass finished or not. But uh, to answer your question, um, you know, so most actually all, all all beef in the U.S. at least is grass fed for most of its life. So the way that the supply the beef supply chain works is, you know, you'll have the ranchers who will, you know, they will raise the the cattle for like the first twelve to eighteen months, and then they'll go they'll either like send them to a feedlot to get finished. For like the last six to eight months on grain and the, the whole point of that is just to accelerate fatten yeah fatten them up quickly and then just you know process them as quickly as possible so and 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 you know so when you when you feed them grain uh you'll get more marbling like you'll get more fat more, more of that white fat um on the beef and you know if you go to like your highest end beef like the wagyu that is like super, super fatty beef. And, and it's basically like, you know, these, these animals, they're, they're fed lots and lots of grain, right? And it's like super high-end meat because it's delicious, it's tasty. Like mm-hmm. the ribeyes are just literally like, they're butter, man. Like they melt, they melt so in your good. mouth, right? And, and, so and that, just, that just tastes so much better, in my opinion. Uh, you know, big chefs all around the world great. prefer. 
prefer <laughs> grain finished versus uh, just like grass finished because the taste will be different. But do you guys know the, the the dynamics of a cow's stomach? How they have five stomachs? Do you guys ever research that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. The, the 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 main one that the cows are known for is their rumen. So that's like the rumen is well the whole that whole like. Uh, grazing animal species is, uh, are ruminants. Uh, they're, they're classified as ruminants. So that's your goats, uh, sheep as well, uh, and cows. Uh, and it, that yeah, it's the rumen that kind of br can break down uh, grass. Grass, grass. Yeah. yeah, it has a very like complex uh, bacteria microbiome. Um, that allows them to convert that <laughs> grass into ribeye. Yeah, otherwise useless nutrients, right? And that's what's different about uh, like ruminants versus monogastric animals like your mm -hmm. uh, poultry and pork. Hmm. And humans too, right? I mean, I guess you, humans, it goes to yeah. show you that it takes the cow multiple stomachs to be able to break down those vegetables. And with humans and, you know, other, what'd you call it? Mono, monogastric, yeah, yeah. the single stomachs. Exactly. You, just can't pro you just can't process that vegetative and, and fibrous material. What are you doing using your big school words? Just use normal people words and I'll understand what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, no, so so basically what I gather is for health reasons and you your pockets are flush, you're getting grass finished. For flavor and taste, we're going grain finished. Don't they actually hang the cows up too so they don't have to put any strain on themselves and massage them? So that's for the wild beef. Yeah. Yeah, drink some sake, and they just yeah. massage they, them and like fucking play nice music. Weed. Yeah, lazy. yeah they, get, they get pampered. Yeah, yeah. James is wagyu yeah. human. Uh, yeah, I'm a wagyu <laughs> human. Yeah, just, <laughs> just imagine like a human trying to get as fat as possible. Like it's gonna be like feeling full the whole time, just you know burping yeah. a lot. Like it's not necessarily healthy for the animal, but. Mm -hmm. The animal might be really enjoying themselves, right? Yeah, I'll tell you right now, I went to Morimoto's out here and I had an A5 Wagyu. Oh my God, it melted yeah, in my mouth. That's it top, of the, so that's top of the mark for sure. I didn't even have to chew it, just melted, yeah. just yeah. dissolved in my mouth. It was so. You can't even like touch that, like the raw steak with your hands. It's so much just like butter that the steak will literally just start melting from the heat of your hands. <laughs> it's so good. It's yeah. it's definitely the best. But I, I can see why that could get out of hand because i could eat those things like candy and uh <laughs> they're so freaking good what about so, cut for you guys like what's your if your pockets are flush because i like this topic what's your uh what's your go-to cut of steak that's a good question yeah yeah no, I'm, just, I'm just letting you know i'm judging you <laughs> I'm, I'm judging you now we need to know what to order yeah we need to know oh man i mean uh, my top choice would be like lamb chops, man. Yeah, yeah. I love lamb chops. Yeah, lamb and they're chops. like they're they're basically like lamb ribeyes, right? Mm -hmm. Um, oh good, they're so yeah, good. so good. I mean, to you know, to give a different answer, everyone's gonna say like ribeye or like a T-bone. <laughs> I mean, you can't go wrong with those. Porterhouse or I was gonna say porterhouse is my go-to. Yeah, yeah, that, like, like that's that's always great, you know. Or cowboy, cowboy ribeye, you know, just like a bigger oh, yeah. version of the ribeye. Like, yeah, all of that is good. But you know, if if I could, you know, have lots of lamb, just like process for myself, like 
I'd be feasting on lamb chops, man. Like you guys got to come over to my house. I I've been making. Uh, I got a smoker, so I all I do is smoke meats oh, all day. I just fucking love it. Well, you're um, so love, love smoking meats. That's I a love, love smoking meats. Um, I beat my meat too. I spank it. Give it a yeah, tenderize. Yeah, I got a tenderize exactly. But what I've been doing lately is I cook. I get a lamb leg, bone in lamb leg, and I cook it like mm. I would be cooking a pulled pork. Um, so oh, it, nice. shred, it shreds and I make yeah. little lamb leg tacos. Nice. They're amazing. They're amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I like meat and someone told me to try that and I did and it was a great decision. So if you like lamb, you guys got to come over to my house. I'll cook you guys some lamb. Sure, uh, I've never heard anyone try that, but that sounds, that sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never heard anybody try it until yeah. my buddy said try it. Cause I cooked, a, I got my smoker and I was, I threw a pulled pork on there and I sent him a picture cause he always used to send me pictures of his food. I was like, Oh, look at my first pork, butt. it's fucking awesome. looks delicious. He's like, yeah, dude, it's awesome. He's like, I just did a lamb leg just like that. You got to try it and sent me a picture. I was like, wow, that looks really good. The smoke ring around the lamb. It was just wow. And I tried it where it was the best decision I ever made. I don't, I do lamb leg instead of pulled pork. Now it's so much better. It's so much better. Now, how about seasonings? Do you guys have? Do you look to yeah, avoid question. any seasoning or like what? What's salt, your thoughts? Pepper. Uh, definitely salt. Definitely uh, yeah, pretty, lots of salt. Yeah, bunch of salt. Um, pepper, uh, not that frequently, but it's not. We we don't have anything against it really. Um, just taste for you. Yeah, it's just taste. It's just just convenience. We're lazy. We're not complicated. I mean. <laughs> As far as like for the carnivore lifestyle, would you would you be avoiding things like say rosemary or thyme or oregano, parsley, like stuff like that, or even like paprika or garlic, like garlic powder? Yeah. So I think I think uh, that you gotta experiment a little. Um, I have found that sometimes when I add pepper to my foods, like sometimes it might di disrupt like my digestion. I'll be like burping a bit more. Um, mm. That's just like self-experimentation. If I try like garlic powder, man, like I'll, I'll definitely be burping that. But if I use like garlic itself, like a garlic clove, mm. different different case. Like um, to baste it with the butter in, yeah. in, in the pan, that's the way to do it. That's yeah. The and then as far as okay. herbs, herbs or, or, or yeah, herbs like that, <laughs> like thyme, um, I don't really think there's an issue no. for, for most people with those. No, no. And, yeah, it's just a spice. Yeah, from, yeah. From, from our view, it's just a spice, uh, you know, just to add it to your food. I know there are a lot of some people out there that don't do it for health reasons because they have some sort of negative reaction. But if you are not, are not experiencing anything like negative symptoms, uh, then by all means, uh, just uh, make your food enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, it already, it already is. It's just salt. But, yeah, uh, yeah. With especially if you let it sit for a little bit and let that salt soak into the meat and yeah um, and, and that's it that's the thing too because we i mean we, we basically only use salt but then whenever you add something else to it so like your palate gets used to it right like just just like the meat and the salt and really brings out the flavor of the meat so whenever you add anything else to it like it really stands out and i'm like whoa <laughs> you know it's, it's like a whole other experience yeah totally different yeah your mouth is like what just happened a flavor yeah. explosion, flavor yeah. town in my mouth what is happening dude my mouth's <laughs> watering this this whole show so dude I, I literally just <laughs> my 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 move for ground beef and eggs has immediately pivoted to go get a nice steak after this show because that's what i'm cooking after this 
<laughs> I am yeah. dying for a steak now after all this talk of steak. Jeez. Yeah, um, man. So another thing I want to talk about uh, is is butter and seed oils as well. But before we get into that, I want to ask you something along the lines of poop and, and issues that people might have. Uh, my brother-in-law, he is very interested in the carnivore diet, but he gets gout a lot. And uh, he's always blamed it on the red meat. And I keep telling him, it's. I don't think it's the red meat. I'm sure the alcohol plays a huge role in it more than the red meat. Um, but... What do you guys have? You guys found anybody have any adverse effects with gout uh, eating a carnivore diet? He can eat lamb and things like that and, so, and seafood, but he can't. He can't do like steak. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, as far as gout, like that's that's one of like the most common questions we get. Like, oh, will, will carnivore affect my gout? And um, it comes down to like the. Uh, you know, I think you, you hit it right on the on the nail. Like if you're drinking alcohol, if you're having uh, lots of sugars, like that's going to lead to like the increase in um, uric acid in, in your body, which, mm -hmm. you know, then then forms these crystals in your in your joints that is going to be causing that pain. Um, so I guess but it's interesting that uh, your brother in law, like only experiences that pain when when he eats steak, like other meats are fine. Only steak, only beef, only things from cow. Like he can yeah. eat, he eats lamb all the time, but it's only like ground beef, hamburgers, um, and yeah. steak that gives him that that gets his gout going. Like he did a, a whole month of just chicken, lamb, and salmon, and was fine. Um, but he adds red meat into it. He's, but he also he also you know he'll, he'll drink. Uh, you know, cocktail when he goes out, he'll have a few drinks. He's That's not what I'm like saying, is it like what he's having when he goes out? Like he's having the red meat at a steakhouse, right? And so is he having like a couple scotches? Well, he hasn't he hasn't had red meat in a while since his last uh gout, yeah, flare up from the gout. Um and that he, they went they went somewhere, him and his wife, and she he got a steak and he couldn't walk. Wow. So he just stays away from it because his gout is so bad. Um, but I keep telling what him fuck, I, I, what exactly causes the gout. Like, is there like any? Like, they call it the disease of kings. So it's they say it's usually you're eating a lot of fatty, fat. like seafood, and you know what do you say? Like a gallbladder type deal. I don't know exactly. No, it's got it's got more to do with the um, eating a diet high in purines. Uh, so purines, you, you saying, yeah, yeah, you'll find those purines. in meat. Meat is high in purines. Organ meats are like the highest in purines. Um, and then, um, uh, seafood is also going to be high in purines, but then the purines convert to uric acid in your body. Like it gets metabolized to uric acid and it's uric acid. That'll be the issue. Like it'll crystallize in the, in the joints and cause the pain, mm -hmm. um, cause the flare ups, but, um, other things metabolize into uric acid as well, like sugar basically. So if you're, so if you're doing like, uh, if you're doing like the holy, you know, like the Saladino way of eating like meat organs and fruit then you're basically having like the highest uric acid diet but even then some people don't really have issues with gout following that style of eating yeah. um if you're adding alcohol to that then you know you're just adding insult to to injury, to injury. Okay. yeah um but it's basically like the break breakdown of the sugars uh fructose alcohol that sort of thing that leads to like accumulation of the uric acid so it would be um, like I, I'd be willing to bet it's a combination of the, of, of the two. Um, you know the 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 high purines in the uh, 
then the meat plus the alcohol and and is and combined. Sugar. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like a like a like a triangle like you know you like to get the fire like you need like the fuel the oxygen yeah. and the uh the heat right like so you need yeah. you need a combination of these things to get like the, mm. the gout flare-ups yeah no i that that's what i was telling i was like listen i was like i'm not a doctor but i'd be willing to bet that the alcohol plays yeah. a role in the reason why you're getting gout along with the i'm sure the, the the red meat plays a factor as well with the alcohol uh for him but uh yeah. That's what his biggest concern was because he's like, I'm really interested in trying a carnivore style diet. I just, uh, I'm nervous about gout. That's why I wanted to ask. I, t- I told him, I was like, Oh, I got these guys coming on. They're, they know all, all about this. I'll ask them right, right away for you. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, I mean, unfortunately, like, I mean, well, we're not doctors either, right? So no, <laughs> just, no, just putting know, that out there. You guys are more researched than we are. You're yeah. much more researched than we are. Like, this is something that I've, dabbled in i've read you know paul saladino's book i've read Doc, sean baker's book um you know i've i've studied it uh fairly a little bit but not extensively like when you guys use big words i'm like yep that's over my head see you later <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but other than that, like the studies in sean baker's book it was you know I, re- I read i read some of them but um some of them were over my head i was like all right i'm just gonna all right here's the study cool i'm gonna move on um kind of thing yeah um, yeah but, but yeah, as, as you said, uh, it, it, it's it's probably all these other factors because, um, you know, uh, my brother mentioned like when someone's doing a, like a strict carnivore way of diet, it's you, you don't really see gout. You actually see it kind of reverse. Mm-hmm. But so, so throwing all these other variables like alcohol and, and sugar uh, could be what's causing it. Uh, it's it, unless you go full strict elimination based. Uh, red meat only, uh, perhaps starting off with lamb, um, and then he introducing red lamb. meat. Beef. He said he has no problem with lamb. Yeah, I mean lamb, uh, lamb is a fantastic choice. Yeah, uh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, that's still a red meat, and you can yeah. eat. I can try all the other every day. My dog gets ground lamb and eggs every day. Nice. Uh, yeah, wow. she, she eats like we do. Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, species appropriate. Do you yeah, guys yeah. supplement with any organ meat? Uh, I no. mean, no, so, like something. Did you take like um, like the supplements, the desecrated the heart, soil, like soil? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not. We don't really uh, take any supplements. Um, you know, I think like the the whole point of the the carnivore lifestyle is to just do away from like having to rely on any any pills or any subs at all like i think you should get you should be able to get everything you need from from diet. I mean, instead, instead of eating like a kidney and a heart and testicles a lot of them they put those in pill form for people who can't really bite into a exactly. sack of balls i can't do that yeah and, and, and <laughs> you know I, I think if you can't bite into a sack of balls i mean we've, we've tried balls we've tried brain we've tried liver oh really we've tried, yeah we've tried all we've, we've tried them but and if you can't bite into a cycle balls, then maybe there's a reason for it, you know. And, and I don't think you should be forcing yourself yeah. to have these organs if if you just don't find them palatable. Like some people will be swallowing chunks of liver because they they feel like they need to have this 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 thing. But if you're not enjoying it, like I, I would I would argue like you shouldn't force it. Like some people find the the taste enjoyable. So oh, if that's the case, that. you know, like. But it's you know, so, so basically, what you're, basically what you're saying is the mind and body connection is more important than the actual nutrition that is in the liver because you're still getting plenty of nutrition from 
a regular carnivore diet without adding the organ meat. Like for me, I, I want a supplement because I, I understand uh, the health benefits of it, but I can't eat it. So like I got uh, Mark Bell, I got his steak shake mm-hmm. with all the organs in it and it's delicious. It's unbelievably good. And that's how I supplement my organ meat because it's all organ meat in there. Um, I mean, if you don't enjoy what you're eating, then you're never going to be able to stick to it. No, that's exactly for me. That's why the carnivore diet was so easy. I have not eaten a vegetable in over a decade since '89. I do not. I they they, these two used to make fun of me because I I don't do vegetables. I hate them. They're gross. They're disgusting. I never ever liked vegetables, so I just didn't eat them. I just. As soon as I became old enough to make my own decisions to not eat vegetables, and my parents weren't forcing them down my throat, I just cut them out. I said, no, I'm not doing it. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I, I always ate meat and potatoes um, and pasta. And I, after my fight career was over, I kind of went uh, a little off off the, uh, the wire, and then I got hurt, and I was just eating like a slob, a lot of fast food and garbage. And it got to the point where my body felt like so much shit. I needed to make a change. And I, I decided to lean towards this is when I found the carnivore diet and I started leaning that way. And I've definitely noticed uh, major, major differences um, in the way I feel. And I haven't gone full. I haven't done a full 30 days. That's what I have to do next. I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to start my full 30 days tomorrow. I'm going to have, I'm going to have a nice steak and potato dinner tonight and do, cause I'm, I'm going to the Bahamas. <laughs> in November, so I'll, I'll do full, full 30 days, just carnivores just to see how, much weight I lose, how my body feels, um, and going into vacation. I think that's, that's what I need to do. Cause I haven't done it yet. I've always had a little carbs here. Um, you know, a little, a little pasta, you know, and I never really just stuck strictly carnivore. Yeah. So I, I, I got it three days. Huh? Yeah. I think I made it three days. You did. Dude, it's it was that Nick's, Nick's birthday too, that he was doing it. And then the girls at the salon got him like just a giant hamburger patty for his birthday cake. It was a big cake. It was a big meat cake. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> that was great. You know, like, my, I, my wife's pregnant, so anything with meat, she gets nauseous from. I don't know why. And I'm trying to tell her it's, so much, it's healthy for you and the baby. Yes. Mm. And she just can't stomach the smell of meat when it gets cooked. Like chicken too at like any kind of – Mostly steak yep. for whatever reason. I don't Man. know why. But here's the funny part. When she was she was really nauseous, and I keep bringing this up to her. So I do the um, um, what was that delivery? The uh, for butcher the meat, box. yeah, butcher box. And we got a ground bison, ground beef, all the beautiful steaks. And she made tacos one night. And the only night she didn't throw up in the first five months of being pregnant was the night she had those grass fed, grass finished, nice beef tacos. Wow. Oh, and wow. Every, yeah. And I kept I kept bringing it up to him like, Dane, you know, the fucking tacos was made with really good meat. You should think about just maybe just cutting all the other shit out. Mm-hmm. It was like salads and she'd throw up. Then it was what? something else and she'd throw up. I'm like, maybe your body's trying to tell you something. Well, that's and what happened to Michaela Peterson. She was having like actual health issues and cut everything out except for meat, salt and water. And all of her health issues went away. And um, that's it. Yeah. How and about raw eggs? <laughs> you guys eat raw eggs? Raw eggs, yeah, yeah. We we have them once in a while, like not always. Like, do you what do you get them from the farm? Can we just get them from Whole Foods? And eat them raw? How's it, like? Because you always, you always hear about the safety of eating raw eggs, but Rocky was a badass. Rocky drank he fucking eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, from from what I've seen, like some people will will eat like, I mean, we we don't eat like the cheap eggs raw, yeah. but some people will, and they seem to be fine with it. Like, I think just generally, like. Eggs are pretty safe to have raw. Yeah. You know, there's this whole like fear around it, but 
you know, if, if, if it's not a, yeah, yeah, exactly. And if it's not an issue for you, I mean, yeah, like just, I, just offer for like the higher quality eggs, like have it raw. That, that's definitely, definitely what they're doing. In my opinion, they're pushing fear mongering and fear based information onto people to get them to stop eating things that actually benefit them. Like, Raw people have been yeah. eating raw eggs for literally centuries. Like they'd find an egg, crack it open, and down the gullet it goes. Um, yeah. It was it was like a prized possession. Like oh my god, we got an egg. Like this is awesome. And uh, it's, it's nature's convenience food. Exactly, yeah. without a doubt. <laughs> Great point. Hundred percent. I when I'm speaking about convenience, sorry, not not to like totally switch here. But one, one, one of the challenging aspects, as I see it, is the social aspect, right? So mm -hmm. when, when you guys are in the social settings, like let's say you're going over to a family member's house for dinner or, you know, I know if you go out to dinner, you could probably just, just order steak or whatever it is. And I know you said you tend to lean towards the animal-based. So um, what, what do you do when you're in, in those types of settings? I mean, do you bring your own food or, or what? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, for eating out, yeah, you can always kind of figure out what, what's where, where's the meat on the menu and then kind of ask them to not bring anything else or like have omelets. There's there's a few ways around it. Uh, but yes, social events. Um, yeah. Uh, eat before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, fill up, a, fill up on, on meat before. And then, you know, if you're going out like. You, you know, you got to be able to like enjoy your social interactions as well. Like, you know, it, it's not about being a stickler or like making your life impossible to, to socialize with others. Right. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's, you got to find a balance that works for you. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, some people will just rather not eat. Do you guys uh, feel, do you guys feel it in your body? Cause you, do you guys do cheat ever? Like, do you have like a, when you're at like a fucking a frank in a frank in a blanket or something, I, the pigs I'd in a blanket, they both, yeah. they both shook yeah. their head no, and they yeah. said no, we don't cheat. I'd be. So do you, do you feel a difference the next day, or do you feel <laughs> it in your in your stomach, like going to the bathroom the next day, or do you feel extra bloated? Yeah, we're, we're definitely not not purists, and yeah. uh, we're not going to pretend to be purists. Like you know, uh, last week last week was my birthday. Yeah, and, uh, birthday. Uh, birthday. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> I did blow all birthday. weekend. I had week. fucking pasta, and I banged seven hookers. And I'm feeling better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys uh, drink too? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So we had some. Uh, uh, I had a beer. I hadn't had a beer in like such a long time, but we went out to a brewery, had a beer, man, and it's like. You know, it was it was tasty. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, I, forgot, I forgot what beer beer used to taste, man. It's been such a long time. Got <laughs> some tequila. Um, nice. Uh, yeah, tequila is good. But uh, I did have some. Um, I had some cake. You know, okay. cake. And and I definitely felt the effects of that, like the following day, just feeling like cognitive function. Um, Sluggish. I, I woke up and yeah, I, I felt I felt sluggish. The first thing I noticed when I woke up was like my my throat was like sore and uh, that's that's you know I, I it's been a while since i felt like that you know it's it's you know since like 2020 when i when i started because i've been doing this for two years i haven't been sick with like a cold or anything like that and i grew up like going to the ent just having like respiratory infections all the time like when i was a kid i thought that was normal right I, i'd be going to the ent all the time but in the past two years i've been the healthiest i've ever been and just right after having like that that sugar, 
like my, my, my throat was sore the next day. Um, I definitely felt like pudgier or just like bloated. Uh, bloated. Yeah. Just like, like, yeah, just bloated. Like overall, like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, even like you're, you're like my waist, just like, you know, it's like, what, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Everything like your joint aches, your, your lower back. And you guys look like you're, you're a lot younger than all of us. Um, <laughs> Right. Uh, we're clean, clean shaven. There you go. They just eat meat, and they just eat meat. The fountain of we're, youth, with, without a doubt. Aged. Yeah, but um, I mean, uh, I remember last time I had a salad. I definitely felt bloated right after, like you know, and that was it's salad, man. Like I used to have salad all the time. I hate uh, salad. I hate yeah. it. like the pain of my existence. Dude, Dude, honestly, no, I, I think it's one such, of the hard parts. Scam. Yeah, was what was when I went to just meat, James. Huh? I was. I felt like I was so. Like I just never felt like I was full. Like mm-hmm. I would crush two huge steaks and be like, "Fuck, what's next?" Because I'm so used to having the carbohydrates, the, the meat, mashed potatoes, the mashed potatoes, filling up on that. Then, then I would have dessert, and then now you feel nauseous and bloated, and you want. What's to throw his name? Up. Sean Baker eats like two and a half pounds of meat yeah. in one sitting. Like, like it's that's oh, like yeah. a regular meal for him, and he'll eat. Yeah. Like, I eat once a day. I only eat once a day, really. Um, I'm not a I'm not a big eater uh, as far as meals go, but it's always like meat and eggs is basically what I what I eat. But to tie into Anthony's question about eating out, Jay, you had said you know go right to the meat section. This kind of ties in where I wanted to take take the show next because I just noticed your sh- your shirt, Anderson. Build back butter. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I so absolutely good. I need to get one of those immediately. I absolutely love that. I actually wore. Can you read what the hat says? Briskets, butts, ribs, and freedom. What does the hat That's say? It's no, I can't see that. This is make, make butter great again. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, you got to make cool. it red. You got to make it red so it stands out. But, yeah, uh, yeah, so, so, into Anthony's question, Jay, you said go right to the meat section. And one thing that I've been very, very, very conscious of, which is insanely difficult in today's world, especially in the United States, is trying to avoid seed oils like the plague. Yes. Like I want nothing to do with seed oils. And you go to a restaurant and you ask them, oh, is, is the meat cooked with butter or what is it cooked with? And it's always like cano- vegetable oil or canola oil. It's not even olive oil, which. What the fuck is a canola? Yeah. Did you grow a canola? Rape <laughs> actually, what the fuck is a canola? <laughs> yeah. They call it rape, seed, rape seed oil because that's what they rape do. Seed, rape, yeah. rape your insides yeah. with canola oil. Um, yeah. So that's something that I'm very concerned with when I go out and eat out. Like even if you're trying to be carnivore, um, like you go to a fat, like you're in a pinch. You're like, all right, let me get something quick. I'll stop at Wendy's and I'll get no bun. I'll just get a couple patties. That's fried in shit. It's not fried in butter. It's fried in shit. Um, what, what do you do in those instances? Do you just suck it up and eat some seed oils or, um, what, like what's your plan? Cause that's something that I'm very, con- I'm more so conscious about the seed oils than I am even about eating a strict carnivore diet. Yeah. I mean, when eating outside, you're, it, it is kind of like the ever present thing, uh, just a vegetable oil, soybean oil, <sighs> it, it, anything this, yeah, these weird oils, um, yeah, it's, gonna, it's gonna be very hard to find a place that doesn't use them um yeah. or even if they use olive oil like they'll use an olive oil blend you know mm-hmm. so you like dude the thing is like we live in a in a fucked up world right like anytime you go out unless you're cooking yourself or you're doing everything yourself 
anytime you go outside, you're you're gonna be exposed, right? You're gonna be exposing yourself Everywhere. to to poisoning yourself just you know a little bit, right? But um everything. Literally it's an everything. Like these seed oils are yeah. everywhere. You read the ingredients list of anything. You go to the grocery store, pick up every single item on the shelf. Every single item will have some sort of seed oil. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh I guess it's got to come down to to you, right? To make the decision if to is going out and like having that stake out outside and being able to partake with like other people is that worth it more to you than than avoiding all the seed oils as much as possible. Well, James is cheap, so he'd rather eat at home and then go out there and not spend a dollar. Well, there you go. There you go. I'm cheap too. I'm cheap too. When that check comes, James the first one be like, ah, I didn't get nothing. I'll be knocking you guys later. I I didn't eat. I ate before I came. I just came to hang out. Just water for me. But I think it's also important to, to you know, because on social media, you'll get like, a lot of the hyper sensationalization of you know avoid seed oils like the plague um and and the same will follow for like other other food groups and depending like what accounts you follow it's like oh my god like you know you, yeah you can't you don't even like look at this food or you, you know like, yeah you, you'll be like something bad will happen to you and it's um <laughs> you know at, at some point like uh like the, this messaging will also like produce anxiety in people, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, you know, we, we don't like the paralysis kind of thing. Yeah. We yeah. Overanalyze things. Like, like the yeah. stress of trying to avoid the seed oils is almost worse than just, okay, impossible. just eat the burger. Like it's yes. impossible. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, yeah. The, sometimes the perception of fear is worse than the fear itself. Mm. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you like, you can go down so many rabbit holes to the point where you're you're afraid to go outside because, guess what? You're getting sprayed with chemicals from oh, no. the, everywhere. You know, really getting sprayed from from the skies, man. Like it's it's Every just raining over you. Guys already know, yeah. Every yeah. fucking day. Every so, day. So you're Ooh. fucked either way. Oh, so what are you gonna do? Seven. The water's yeah. got fluoride in it. Everybody, they they. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. <laughs> Everywhere you yeah. go, you're, you're absolutely right. And I'm going to be completely 100. I was not, I was hoping that I was going to get a different answer. I didn't expect a different answer. I was just praying that you guys are going to be like, yeah, this is what I do to avoid all seed oils so I don't have to eat this fucking garbage. <laughs> I, I travel with a, with a tub of beef tallow. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> impossible. I, I go to Wendy's and I give it through the window and say, "Hey, yeah. can you put my burger in this? Can you put my burger in this beef tallow, please?" Yeah. Uh, you know, I was really hoping that you had some magical secret because it's <laughs> literally impossible. Everywhere you go, everything that you touch is covered in yeah. soy, in seed oils, canola oil, sunflower, like all of it. It's all garbage, and it's you can't avoid it. And uh, I guess. What your answer is, is by far the best answer because you have to continue to live life. Yeah, I like how you're incorporating just being a regular person. And like one thing about Paul Saladino, I mean, he's he's great, but also he lives in a bubble and he lives in Costa Rica uh, in, in the rainforest. And, you know, yeah, 99.9% of the people that follow him do not live that life. And it's, it's uh, tough yeah. to maintain 
Did, did yeah. you see a, a, a video, a reel he made about his morning routine? Uh, mm -hmm. It's like it's like ten different things he does. Uh, yeah. Wakes up, uh, grounds in the on on, on the ground, uh, outside outside walks, sun, whatever. It's like that would take me three hours every every morning if I wanted to do this sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, plus, plus go surfing, surfing as well. So no, I can't do that. <laughs> to get ready to surf. Yeah, yeah. get ready to go surfing. Must be nice, dude. Must be, yeah, must, must be nice. Dude. I mean, he looks. I, mean, I gotta give it to the guy. He looks fucking incredible. He looks extremely healthy. Um, I try and do some of those things that he does. Like I tell you, what, like whenever I ground or like I get my bare feet like on the earth or I get sunshine in my eyes in the morning, I drink my water, I do all that shit. I feel great. It's yeah, true. yeah, yeah. You can definitely yeah, implement definitely. some of those things, but you're right. Jen, you're absolutely right. It's it would take the entire like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth, I grab some water, and and I gotta get my day going. Like it's like the day is here. <laughs> I, I can't I can't just be sitting around for three hours. And Nick, I know what Nick's answer is gonna be. We'll get up earlier. I get up at 4 a.m. to do all that stuff. Well, Nick, you wow. can get I'm not getting up at 4 a.m. I'm miserable at 4 a.m. if I'm getting up at 4 a.m. Your choice. Nick's already yeah. up for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dude, yeah, sometimes sometimes you just gotta get going. And uh, you know, I, I guess one more one more point to to the question of like seed oils. It's like, I mean, right? You gotta you gotta live life. Like, w w are you like never gonna drink again? Like, you know, because alcohol is a poison. Oh my god, right? Like, what are you gonna do? It's it's sometimes like one isolated event is not going to change your life. But it's rather like when we look at these things, like you know, alcohol, sugar. Look at the seed oils. It's exposure throughout like the whole lifetime that leads to like the generation, the like the chronic, the generation of the yeah. chronic disease, right? The, mm -hmm. the the disease that you'll develop like in your middle age, like 40, 50, 60 years old, when you know people just people now just surrender their health to the doctors. They're like, oh, this is normal, right? Like oh, I'm 50, like it's normal for me to have high blood pressure. Like I'll just take a pill, right? And it's after mm -hmm. like a whole lifetime of just Never. yeah, of just negligence that this disease will develop but like you know once in a while like like dude we're still human humans and like we're we're very adaptable and resilient creatures and yes. as long as you you know you, you have your most of it figured out you're still way way better off than than like your average person and yeah, so you can't be perfect you know, i think that's a, that's a problem with a lot of people I, I i fall into that category a lot myself where you'll make a mistake and you'll get mad at yourself for Say, it. Fuck it, and, I'm done. And you'll take that negative <laughs> energy out and and not follow through because you already made the mistake. Yeah, and, then you're uh, like, oh fuck it, and you go on a on a bender or whatever yeah. it is, or you like just binge on cake or whatever the hell it is. But you just gotta, you know, you forgive yourself and you gotta get right back to it. That's it. So you can do. It. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's like, yeah, and it's like you, you can forgive yourself, but like sometimes like the guilt isn't even worth it. Like you know, just just pat yourself on the back and say like, well, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And just continue, think, you know, like the one, thing, the one thing I like to tell people is when they miss a habit, it's like when you miss brushing your teeth, you don't say, fuck it. I'm never brushing my teeth again. And then go three weeks without <laughs> yeah. brushing your teeth. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, today I fucked up a little bit. I had, I had some cake, some potato chips. I don't know. And then next day yeah. you start fresh again, you know? Exactly. So, you know, uh, we like to say strive for progress, not perfection. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. don't, don't let, don't let good be the enemy of perfect because yeah, sometimes, you know, sometimes 
sometimes that's all that's all you can do right that's all you can mm -hmm. afford yeah like yeah. you know you, you try to go to the gym every day like not every workout's gonna be great like sometimes you just sometimes even if you show up for 10 minutes it's better than zero right yeah. without a doubt without a doubt putting in the, those that that compound effect in the in the play just a little bit at a time exactly. maybe something small but if, if you continue that it's going yeah. to compound on top of itself and the results are going to show up maybe not as fast as you'd like but they'll eventually be there um and i exactly. I, like I, said, I noticed a, a difference in the way i feel even without being very strict on a carnivore diet um i've lost a ton of weight i've lost about 20 pounds and i've hit, been hitting the gym nice. hard but nice um I've been hit. Well, I just got started going back to the gym probably six months ago after my injury. Um, and I was uh, shelved for six years. Um, so, what happened? Uh, huh? What happened? I got into a car accident. I got four herniated discs in my neck. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, my God. And my body was just wearing down. And I was, because I wasn't working out, because I wasn't uh, eating properly, my body was really, really hurting. I was over 200 pounds, which I've never been in my entire life of just fat, no muscle, just a fat slob. Um, Isn't that funny how that happens when you can't work out? You're like, fuck it, I'm gonna eat like shit. When it's, it should be the opposite, like the opposite. You should yeah. be so strict you're eating because you can't work out. I do the same thing. I feel like but, once yeah. I'm working out again, yeah. I'm like, oh, I gotta watch what I eat. Whereas when I'm not working, I'm like, fuck it. Wendy's part of that mind meld though. It's part of, they go hand in hand. Like you're putting in this good work at the gym. You don't want to ruin that good work that you just put in by eating a shit meal. It's, it's like, all right, I'm already a fat piece. Of shit. I might as well continue to be a fat piece of shit. Um, that's, that's kind of how I felt. I was like, oh, I'm stuck on the couch. I can't eat anything. It's, I don't feel like cooking nothing. It's way easier to order a cheesesteak and, uh, in the Marine Corps, I would leave the gym and get Popeyes because I was like, fuck it, chicken's protein. And just crush Popeyes. <laughs> yeah. Some fried, some fried chicken. But it's, it's like human nature. Uh, you, you can spiral out of control very easily, right? If you don't stop yourself like at the right point. Yeah. And you, so you get stuck in these positive and or negative feedback loops. So you just got to figure out how to break through yeah. them and yeah. then get, get in the right loop. And it really is human nature. Like we're just wired that way for some reason. Um, you know, you'll go through periods where you're like really, really good. And then one minor mistake and then you spiral yeah. out of control. Right. So uh, definitely so, like having that long term mindset uh, is going to help you win in the long term um, and move the needle towards a positive direction right in the long term yeah rather than you know striving for this idealistic uh you know like idea yeah. of, a, of a of a life that you saw on social media right like yeah because some influencer told you i think that's yeah. a great point but i also think people need to have self-accountability and self-discipline as well because you know when i was a fat piece i was well aware i was a fat piece of shit i had no yeah. i just had no interest in changing it i just enjoyed because you knew it was too hard. You knew, you knew the the mountain that you had in front of you, and how it's difficult not, it's it not was just that. Be being being you know working out and wrestling and and uh, fighting MMA for so long, I I was always able to eat outwork my diet my entire life because I was always working out so hard. You can never do that. Just so you know, you can never outwork a bad diet. Never. When I when I was in high school and into my twenties, yes, I was able to do it. Uh, I, I, I mean, no, you wouldn't. No, you. He wouldn't. He, he wouldn't be fat. He wouldn't be like lean. He would just not be fat. 
Yeah, like, you just, like visually, would have been disgusting, yeah. but you're not yeah. out. Work, you're not out yeah. working a bad diet. So, it, yeah, but I, I, I like for 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 my fight up up to my fight for six six to eight weeks. I'd have I'd keep a very strict diet and and I worked out the entire time. But outside of fight camp, I kind of ate whatever the fuck I wanted. Same thing with wrestling. Wrestling from September to March, I had a very strict diet, and then from March to August, I ate whatever the fuck I wanted. And I, I never had an issue because I always was working out. And then once I wasn't able to work out and I was there was no goals for me to hit to keep my weight down. And I, I always love food. I'm, I'm a fat kid at heart. Um, yeah. I just was like, fuck it. I can't work out. I'm just going to eat like shit and, and enjoy this. And then it got to the point where my body was like, James, if you don't fucking change this, you're going to hate yourself forever. Because my like that, you're going to fucking my, die. Yeah, my knees, everything. It was just everything hurt. I noticed so many differences, and I was, I was like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta make a change. So I started going very light, going to the gym, doing very light work, and I've been building myself back up. And it was basically starting from scratch because of the muscle atrophy that I had, and mm-hmm. uh, I lost all. I lost I six years of literally doing nothing, sitting on the couch and sitting on the computer. Like I mean, no work, Jay no and Anderson, work. I really like how you guys have that balanced approach you know and you have to like live a regular life because i know for at least in in my own experience when i've been extremely extremely strict i literally get fucking crazy like i get (laughs) i i get so obsessed with my goal and like i won't have a drop of alcohol i wouldn't have like a gram of carbohydrates like literally nothing for years and then once that competition or whatever is over I used up so much self-discipline and I used up so much of my willpower that it just broke. And I hadn't, I literally had nothing left and just went nuts for like two years. How much weight did you put on after your show? In one weekend, I gained, <laughs> I gained 15 pounds. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's not healthy. You could fucking no. die. Edema, you, you, you well, hold so much water. After a fight, I would literally gain. You the next die. day, I would be 15 pounds. Yeah. heavier it's all water all and I was losing around water. your heart it's no good yeah. have you guys have you guys to get back on the subject of the carnivore diet and, and meat um insulin resistance is a huge problem that happens to guys especially like over the age of 40 and i, I felt like eating meat and there's a connection between insulin resistance and and cognitive function parkinson's and brain disorders mm. um do you feel like sharper like way sharper being that you're just only eating meat 99% of the time. And do you feel like, do you, have you seen or studied any, any results of people who are in their 60s, 70s, 80s with better memories because of that? Because I believe that the insulin resistance in your body affects the brain significantly, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Have you guys researched that at all? Yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah. Uh, you do bring up a, a good point about insulin resistance and how um, that is a problem. And some people are, you know, are kind of, now theorizing that insulin resistance is the root cause of a lot of the chronic diseases that we have these days, one of them being dementia or Alzheimer's. Yeah. Well, the idea behind it is that you, you, you're feeding your, your, your brain so much glucose throughout your life that it, it becomes resistant to that glucose. It's, it's kind of had enough. Um, so brain function actually starts decreasing because you're, now you're not providing enough fuel to it. Uh, but then when you switch to ketones or, or fat, fat fuel, uh, that can actually cross a blood-brain barrier. And there, there has been studies that show that uh, higher brain activity when uh, Alzheimer's patients uh, are using ketones. Um, um, ketosis. You know, 
yeah, or, or ketosis. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, so you do see higher brain activity in these much older patients. Uh, unfortunately, what you know, you don't you, you don't see a reversal of it, right? So once it's kind of like once the damage is done, uh, you can like slow it down or pause it. That's, I think that's the best thing we know so far. Do you guys know how to reverse it yet? Do my dog is going through doggy Alzheimer's right now. That's why she eats an animal, just lamb and eggs, and she gets spoiled. Um, mm. because, uh, I'm trying to keep her brain function where it's at. Uh, she's losing her motor function. She's only five. Um, and, uh, I, I, that's what I've heard as well that, you know, uh, going into ketosis state, your brain function is much higher and your, your, uh, neurons communicate better and they, they don't die as quickly. Um, so, and she hasn't gotten worse, um, which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Building on this topic, let's say of the insulin resistance, have you guys incorporated or or researched any fasting. type of yeah fasting when it holy shit combined was, with carnivore? That was the next question. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it depends on your goals, right? Um, a lot of people try to mix uh, the health benefits of fasting uh, and try to compound that with carnivore. Uh, it, I, I think people try to use fasting as a weight loss tool so that it can be overdone because it can be pretty addicting to see your weight drop every day if you're just eating um, once every 48 hours or something like that or you're doing your, your three-day fast every week. You, um, I think that's a bad bad loop to be stuck in, like yeah. not eating to lose weight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it works, but you're going to bounce I think back. More like, like a 24 split or a 16-8 split, more intermittent fasting. Well, I'm yeah, thinking really more just, just from the health aspect, not necessarily from, from the weight loss aspect. Because I, fa- I, I fast now. I do it on and off, but I fast now, but I never weigh, I never weigh myself. So I don't look to see like, oh, yay, another half a pound or whatever it is, because then you just get obsessed with that number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, sixteen-eight or once, once, once a day. Uh, I think that that's okay. Uh, I don't, I don't. Some people say there's compounding effect if you do it with with carnivore, but I, I don't really see how because the benefit comes from ketones, really. Uh, that like the the benefits from fasting, um, and if you're just eating a diet without being hungry. And it gives you ketones, so that could be keto or carnivore. Um, it, you're getting you're getting those benefits without having the need to to fast. Have you guys heard of Rhonda Patrick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Rhonda yeah. was on Joe's show, and they were she was breaking down the carnivore diet, and she was talking about how your body digests meat, um, and where in the gut it digests it, so it doesn't really pass all the way down or how she was explained. So it's almost like you're, you're doing a form of fasting by only eating meat. So you're getting a lot of that cell regeneration. So that's why when you fat intermittent fast and you only eat carnivore diet, your body's really, really like, like being in a, in a fast to save for such a long time. Like ketones are are massively produced. Yeah. Well, doesn't it kind of almost happen naturally? Like, when I eat nothing but meat, like I said earlier, I yes, feel yes, that's what cool. she said. So I, it's it's almost mimicking feel, a, a, a fasting way. But I feel full. I feel satiated when I eat a nice, you know, plate of ground beef. Like I'll eat I'll eat three quarters of a pound of meat. Uh, yeah, I'm the opposite. And what I'm, are you eating? Like uh, 80, 80, 20 or like eighty five? Eighty five, fifteen, and four eggs, and then I'll put a little pork chorizo in there yeah, to yeah. give it a little flavor. Because I think if you were just so eating good. 
like more lean ground beef with let's say just egg whites or something like that and you didn't really have the fat i don't think you'd feel as satiated right full, full egg full, full yolk everything i want all them nutrients yeah, you got it's it fried, fried fried in butter that's what i wanted <laughs> i don't want none of this avocado oil bullshit butter carry gold grass-fed butter actually i've been buying the costco new zealand grass-fed butter wow now. Yeah, because I've heard uh, the way that New Zealand raises their cows uh, mm. much better than over here in the United States. They have a lot more stricter rules. Well, is it the Kerry Gold's yeah, from I'm Ireland. Correct. I believe it is. But yeah, uh, they feed their cows Guinness. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, but uh, back to the the, the fasting yeah. question. So, like, um, I think the 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 benefits of fasting are are twofold. Like, one is the entering like the state of ketosis, right? And, and then second, it's like most of the benefits from from fasting are also related to just like caloric restriction. So, you know, if you were at, if you were to ask, uh, you know, like one of your like evidence based types, you know, kind of someone like kind of like Lane Norton, if you guys are familiar with him, yeah. you know, he, he would argue something that like, oh, you know, we see you. Nice. <laughs> we see uh, uh, he's. um. You know, oh, you get all these benefits just from caloric restriction overall, right? So, like, fasting is not necessary. Like, all the, the benefits you're really getting is just, like, the caloric restriction itself. And uh, fasting is just one way to, like, implement that caloric restriction, mm -hmm. right? So, I think that it's important to also, like, note that caveat. Um, but, um, you know, it, it, fasting is an is a important tool. Um, so... Uh, but it, it it can it can be overdone and it can be sure. can lead to some can lead to some detrimental effects. I mean, I, I, we've seen uh, many many people just like who reach out to us who who like you know uh, women who lose their, uh, their 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 periods their cycles, uh, men who just like you know start feeling like shit, see their testosterone tank and and just things like that because they they rely on it too much. So they're depriving their body from nutrients for too too long. It's and it, they get it's scared of food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it definitely plays a role. There's definitely a place for it, but I don't think it's necessary to do on a regular basis. Like have a scheduled, like all right, I'm fasting these three days, or yeah, it, it re like to me, I think the best way to live is to eat when you're hungry. Your body is telling you you're hungry for a reason. Like it's like like some people think, oh, breakfast is the best meal that we should eat. So they wake up and even if they're not hungry, they shove food down their throat, even if it's yeah. good foods, eggs and things like that. But their body is not hungry. So I think you need to be hungry every once in a while. Like your body needs to struggle a little bit with, with yeah, being, being hungry is good. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's a good sign. Um, and then uh, one more thing, you know, because uh, people uh, people like Rhonda, uh, I guess she said, you know, oh, carnivore is a, a fasting mimicking state or like yeah. nutritional ketosis like fasting mimicking i mean i, I think that's like a, a disingenuous comparison because i mean like your body can definitely tell the difference between you know when it's fed versus when it's not fed right like especially like a nutrient-dense meal like <laughs> yeah and so i mean because some people will get the conception that you know oh, oh by eating a, a strict carnivore diet you're like somehow restr restricting your body or like putting it under stress um, when, you know, our, our bodies are like way smarter than that. Um, you know, if anything, like, uh, you could argue like fasting is a nutritional ketosis mimicking state. Mm. And then some people would argue that that is our natural human state, you mm -hmm. know, and that's, 
I don't have the answer to that, but like, I also see yeah. benefits when I'm fasted as far as co cognitive abilities too. And I think from like physiological yeah. perspective, when you're hungry and your body needs food, your, your perception and the, the shit that you're paying attention to oh, yeah. is because like you're, you're not, you're like looking oh. for food on a biological level. You know what I mean? No yeah. question. When I would be cutting weight for a fighter during wrestling season, my other senses were through the roof. Like everything that was going on, my perception, everything, my awareness. Was yeah, like something through, falls and you're just like, bang, you grab yeah, it. It's through like, the roof. <laughs> um, it yeah, was, you're just like wired. Like, yeah. You have yeah, so much yeah. uh, you have so much energy. I don't know if it's hormonal energy or or wherever it comes from, but I'll get, you know, I have just so much energy earlier in the morning. But then if you go like for me at least, if I go too long, then I'll hit a wall. You yeah. know, and then it's like, oh, I need food. <laughs> then I turn to yeah. a savage. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah there's multiple aspects safe. to it. Um for but but no, yeah, you bring you bring up a good point. Like if you're not eating, then yeah, you're definitely more alert. Uh because there, when you eat, you actually have a, like a sense of comfort, mm -hmm. so that kind of like calms you down. So, if if you're middle of the day and you eat, then you're probably kind of like kind of lose your motivation. You're like, okay, you know, I already, I already like achieved a goal this day. Mm -hmm. I ate. Uh, so probably wired to hunt and like fight for our food. That's yeah, how it's like, uh, time to are. take a nap. But yeah, yeah. like all right, we, yeah. Got, we did our job. We got our food. Now it's time to sleep. It's rest. Yeah. Yeah. But, but then on, on the flip, well, not, not flip side, but just to add a little bit more color is that if obviously if you're following a carnivore way of eating that, that slump is it's sometimes not there or it's just very, it's much smaller versus a carbohydrate rich meal where you actually feel a big slump in the afternoon after lunch. Um, so yeah, th there's uh, several contexts uh, to, to this. Yeah. If I eat a steak with no carbs at all, and for lunch, I, there's no slump at all. Yeah, I feel co like nothing. I feel good. Yeah, no yeah. bloat, no anything. No, no yeah. Sometimes I feel yeah. like I didn't even eat. I, for, yeah. for me, <laughs> I, like, I'll eat normally when I when we don't have a show. I'll usually eat at like six o'clock, and that's my only meal of the day. I'll drink water and eat that at six o'clock, and I'll have ground beef and and eggs for the most part. Occasionally, uh, something different if I'm cooking on the smoker, but. I don't need anything actually. Like I'm not hungry the rest of the day when I do that. Um, if I don't eat ground beef and eggs, like if I get something else because my girlfriend's not working and she wants to get something, I'm snacking all day. I'm literally like in the cabinet. Like raising canes? Yeah, like yeah, like raising canes, exactly. Like I'll go get some raising canes. It's fucking delicious. Some <laughs> coats, some French fries, the bomb, some cane sauce. Yeah. But, uh, but all seed oil now. Yeah, oh without a doubt. The next day, the next day. The next day the next day, even though I ate this big meal, six chicken tenders, full caniac box, the whole the works, I'm snacking all day. I'm in the cabin. I'm looking for snacks. I'm in the fridge, string cheese, this, some, you, you know, yogurts, and those aren't bad snacks. But like I'm snacking all day. A lot where, of calories too, even though. Where, not whereas, whereas when I eat when I eat ground beef, I won't like the next day. I won't snack. I won't even be hungry until you know four, five, six o'clock rolls around. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even eat yet. Let me. Let me go eat. I'm hungry. Um, and it, I notice it big time uh, in, in the food that I eat. I feel a lot more satiated because your body, my body's not craving those nutrients. It's not craving the things that it didn't get because you fed it shit. Mm -hmm. Like your body, that's that's what your body's fuel is. And I, that's why I love your guys' name, Butterfueled, 
because our, <laughs> our, our, our body, this is our fuel. This is what keeps us going every single day and the nutrients and the vitamins and the things that only come from animal that you're not getting from a vegan or vegetable based diet are yeah. so important and and they have us so we're not snacking and craving and wanting all this food and it, and it kind of leads into my next point or my next topic that i wanted to talk to you guys about is the reason for, uh the, one of the things that we talk about on the show is how everything that they're doing all the seed oils and everything that we eat is all by design they they want us to be sick they do not want us to be healthy and the fact that your guys mission is to help people be as healthy as possible work at optimal levels at all times is such an awesome mission it, it falls right in line with with our mission and what we're trying to do right now because all of the all of the talking points right now and all the same people that are pushing this crazy agenda that we're seeing with the the mandates the jab are all the same people that are pushing the beyond burger the fake meat go vegan like the whole the, the one study that is put together that says red meat causes cancer and heart disease was put together by the world health organization <laughs> yeah that what, what's that, that, that new pyramid huh Dude, what's that new food pyramid, right? Like frosted flakes is like oh, or, yeah. or frosted midweeds is like the guy from Taft University. The guy from Taft yeah. University, he he's oh, he's the head of the, the White House commissioned him as the head of the nutrition. He wants to revamp nutrition. Kale, watermelon, and then frosted mini wheats are the yeah, three healthiest yeah. foods that you can eat. Fake eggs fried in seed oil is better for <laughs> you than real eggs in butter. Which was at yeah. the bottom. This is this yeah. is the people that we're up against, and this is why I was saying earlier how it's impossible to find food that doesn't have seed oil. Because I truly believe that they're out here trying to make us sick. Uh, you you had mentioned earlier, Anderson, about about uh, blood pressure medication, and I said it's the biggest racket going because they make so much freaking money on people being on blood pressure medication or cholesterol medication. Don't eat meat. Don't eat eggs. You don't want your cholesterol to be high. It's all it's all fake and gay. It's all lies. And you, also need, you need cholesterol to produce testosterone. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I know that like adequate levels of cholesterol are associated with normal or you know higher levels of testosterone. And and yeah. the change to some of the vitamin D in your yep. skin. Then. Yeah. So why do you think that they're pushing all of this nonsense and demonizing red meat and pushing? a vegan agenda because this is it was something that I, i'm very again like i used to not care about the vegans like go ahead be vegan yeah. but if you're like i've learned anytime i post any carnivore stuff my comment section is i'm attacked by vegans and vegan sympathists and <laughs> vegetarian like you guys are psychopaths it's insane and i'm like I, I, now seeing who's pushing that agenda and demonizing meat and demonizing animal style animal based diets are the same people pushing this evil agenda it gets me mad and i can no longer sit 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 in the silence and say nothing um and this is why we're so outspoken about it and this is why we love what you're doing so why do you think they're doing it yeah thanks man i appreciate appreciate you and uh you know we we all we're also big fans of your mission i mean uh we hadn't until you reached out we hadn't really like come across your platform but um, you know, we we checked out like a few of your episodes like in the past week. So we saw that it was only you, James. Um, <laughs> oh, with Maria last week. Yeah, yeah, you tuned in for Maria. 
Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Aunt, and, Aunt, Aunt and Nick, uh, they were busy last week. Aunt took a, a much needed week off. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so I, I, I didn't know that it was uh, all three of you, but um, you know, there's many battles you can pick, right? Because there's 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 a there's a there's definitely a like something weird going on. Like it's a concerted effort. There's definitely like a war taking place that most people are not aware of. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's a war for for our minds, dude. It's a it's a war for our souls. Like it's a war oh, yeah. for everything, dude. Like, and it's it's an information war, right? And so, uh, in every sense of the word. And so, you know, we're all fighting our battles. The battle we picked is food, and and you know, it, it, we admire when other people are you know picking their battles as well. And we all have to do our part, right? And you know, it's it's great that we can come together and talk about these topics. Um, but uh, to go back to your question, why do we think this is happening? I mean, oof, dude, uh, which which uh, which tinfoil hat should I put on? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're uh, absolutely right, though. You're yeah, absolutely yeah. right. But I, I, we, we we go down we go down a lot of rabbit holes on this show, and yeah. this is one of the rabbit holes that we love to go down because there's clearly an agenda well, behind it. Well, I think we always, I think we always say follow the money. So yeah, if you're follow the money. money, you can you can have a farm and you don't need anyone on your farm. But these huge companies that produce food and produce them for the mass population need you to follow a certain diet in order to buy that food. But if you had a farm and you made your and grew your own shit in the backyard and you had your own cows and chickens and eggs, you wouldn't need anybody. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. You know? And I think that that's that's a good place to start. Right. Just. Follow, follow the money. money. Well, where are the profits, right? And it's and, and pharmaceutical companies. You keep yeah. everyone sick, they're going to need. All tied together, yeah, yeah, no doubt. That's where it all comes from, in my opinion. Yeah. All, all the roads lead to the to the same path, which is the centralization of food, mm-hmm. and just the centralization of everything, really. And we see this across all industries, currency, across all yeah, energy, food, yeah. technology, media, food, like dude, everything, right? If if it all gets centralized, then you know they they can make you uh they can control less, you yeah they can control you they, you they take your sovereignty mm-hmm. away um and and you know you're dependent right like they, they make you they're bitch and it's no accident that we see this concerted effort across like all fronts like people are getting attacked like humanity is under attack from all fronts dude like like you're you're fucked either way right so <laughs> So you might as well just start eating all the meat you can and, yeah. and take it from there, I think, because then 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 at least you make the connection that what you the food you're putting in your in your mouth, you're shoving down your pie hole actually has an impact on how you feel. And you can you, some people have effectively removed the dependency they have from magic medications. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and especially the most pressing uh uh, the most prevalent uh, medications today, which are like your top five prescriptions in the U.S. alone, will be medications for high blood pressure, for cholesterol, yeah, cholesterol. for cholesterol, like your your um, insulin, yeah, your lipid lowering drugs, yeah, insulin, like yes. met, metformin, and all these things. You know, those top five prescriptions. Like, why don't we start there? Like, this is completely reversible. Well, real right? quick, what, what's your take? I'm sorry to completely fucking change subjects here, but you said <laughs> metformin. What's your 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 take on metformin? Do you know about that as an anti-aging drug? Have you guys heard that about that? Oh, as an anti-aging? Yeah. 
So a Dr. Sinclair was on Ed Milet show and metformin, which is meant for diabetics, yeah. um, is a major, major contributor to the re- slowing down, if not reversing the aging process. I forget exactly the, what dose that you need to take, but hmm. between some kind of, it's one of the most amazing drugs that you can take for anti-aging. I've never I mean, I wondering. Oh yeah. It's fucking amazing from what he said. Yeah, well, you know, he was a, he was a big proponent in fasting and some other shit too, and TRT. Yeah. But that's the first time I, <laughs> I hear of that. Yeah, uh, we, research that will blow your mind. I'm not saying that people should be taking. There's a reason why I've you should never take heard things. Should take yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As an it, anti-aging, it's, aging, it's, yeah, it's, like, yeah. the first time I hear about that. Yeah. that you your know, vision I, gets better. Value. It's fucking <laughs> nuts. And I mean, at face value, I would say like meat. Just eat meat, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you guys from? Uh, like nationality wise like your oh, culture yeah 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 uh no we're from El Salvador but we yeah. currently live in the in Cape the Cape Cod nice how, how in terms of from El Salvador like what that's Cape you, does your family like are they starting to go with the wake up to some of, some of the things that we're all speaking about right here or they still believe in doctors and the government's right and you got to listen to them and if you're sick you go to the doctor you don't just change your diet Good. so like uh our mother's a doctor and okay. um yeah so uh, like all, all of her family's like really deep into like medication and just like involved in like the industry actually there mm-hmm. a medical association garbage <laughs> that they just pump down your throat <laughs> yeah yeah like I, like uh, it's just their social circle is just like surround it, it, it's within this community mm-hmm. and so it's, it's just kind of funny that we yeah. we you know we picked this battle but um, we've seen like our family like suffer with illness and, and just like medication dependency for like the longest time. And, you know, to this day, they're not receptive to the message, unfortunately. Um, but, but, you know, it's 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 we're, we're going to try to help as many people as we can the way we can. And we hope that, you know, sooner or later they'll catch on to the message because um, it's not yeah. not. There how yet, how about family back in El Salvador? How was their health? Are they on a lot less medication? Do you still communicate with family back there? Uh, we yeah. we do, but, but yeah. you know we're seen as the, as the crazy ones because we you know we're we're advocating for food, and they uh, you know despite doing this for years, it's it's uh, it's like the toughest people to try to convince. Yeah, um, even your family back home. Yeah, like down there. Yeah. Okay, Has, yeah, are there other pharmacies yeah. down there, and like the the quote unquote doctors know the best way, so they're going to put them up? Has it made a yeah. way? It's made a way down there. Yeah, because oh, yeah. every, everything is U.S. influenced, right? Yeah. So they they look at the U.S. and they say, "Oh, what is the U.S. saying? Oh, you know, you need you need you're deficient in pills." So yeah. that, that's what that's what you're not giving us any of your money. Uh, you inst- this is this is sh- what I loved about Sean Baker was he lost his medical license because he decided rather than going straight for surgery, which he'd make more money, he tried to direct people to changing their diet to a carnivore-based diet, and the medical board took his license away because he was suggesting, hey, uh, I'm getting great results with people. They don't have to get surgery. Their injuries are healing um, with the diet. And they're like, yeah, no, that's not how this works here. They need to give us money. <laughs> yeah. Surgery costs a lot of money. The insurance company pays us a lot of money. So, uh, so you, you lose your medical license. And the best, uh, the best I know he's making that, way more yeah. money now. <laughs> I know you served in Afghanistan and I know you saved countless lives and served this country, but because you're trying to teach people about nutrition, something that we hid from everybody for a reason, 
Um, you can't be a doctor anymore. So uh, see you later. And that's what they did to the guy. And he was seeing yeah. great, great, unbelievable results. I mean, he holds natural weightlifting records and he's in his fifties. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's, it's he's always fine. treat the symptoms and never the cause. And it yeah. seems like that's what he's trying to do, which was really going against their whole paradigm. And what you guys yeah. are doing is getting to, getting to the root of why you're sick in the first place, eliminate that, and then there's no symptoms to even treat. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you kind of put – kind of deprioritize humans, right? It, it's a it, – some it's like a pattern right so if you kind of put people first put people's health first uh you will see things how they are truly are or how how to fix things uh, but when you put people aside um you know people start getting sick people's health uh not improve and you're kind of now prioritizing kind of giving them pills kind of fixing their fixing their health through other means um yeah, that's just a theme. Um, kind of people are gold mines instead of people are lives that you know you can care for. Mm-hmm. No, they, they they don't care about us at all. They they can get two shits about human beings. It's all we're we're giant dollar signs walking around twenty four seven. How can they leech more money out of our pockets? Even though they print it at record numbers, it doesn't even matter. Uh, <laughs> It, it's yeah. it's never ending. It's a vicious you cycle. Guys, you guys remember the Wow chips? Do you remember those? No. Lay's Wow, and it was cooked oh, yeah, with yeah, Olestra, yeah. and that yeah. the side effect was explosive diarrhea. <laughs> you remember that? No, I don't remember that. I, I don't think I saw that. I think I saw that. Yeah. It, dude, no. They were they were so popular for such a long time, and their their big thing was low fat and there was no fat and that was such a craze for the longest time and that's probably why nick was saying in the beginning oh yeah you know i need to eat the leanest steak or the leanest meat possible and fat was the enemy but there you're substituting with all these crazy chemicals people are getting explosive diarrhea and the the carbohydrates are are out of control and in those low fat things the chemicals are out of control and it, we've just been duped for so long. And it's always a new thing. There's always a new enemy, right? There's always a new like, oh, um, cholesterol is, is the enemy or fat is the enemy or oh, then yeah. it's carbohydrates or, or, or whatever. And these are such basic building blocks of your health and of your life. And we're here, five guys just hashing it out, trying to, trying to figure this shit out. When this, at, at, I'm 40 years old. At 40 years old, you should know exactly what you need to put in your body, what you need to avoid, and how to eat for the best health. Optimal and health. It, it's Optimal so health. insane. To avoid disease, to avoid getting sick. Like, we have no idea. No, none. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Disease I mean, at an all-time high. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not getting better. Like you look at the trends, you look at the statistics, like, you know, 42% people in the US alone are obese and it's not improving. Like you got to ask yourself, like almost one in two people are just Mm -hmm. like obese to it. Like obesity is a disease. Like it's not healthy. It's not beautiful. It's, and this leads to other things, you know, diabetes, otherwise, cancer. Like, yeah. How how many hundred year old people have you seen that are obese? None, none, none. Yeah, Zero. none. But and then it, it wasn't always like this. Like if you you look at pictures from the U.S. or 
from the 70s, let's say, and there's all these people yeah. on the beach. Everyone's in shape. Everyone's mm. tan. Everyone looks good. And they were all like polluting themselves back then too. Like they're all smoking cigarettes and they're all like, oh, I heard yeah, this crazy stat. Did you guys hear, have you heard this? And then I, yeah, I, don't, know if I'm gonna get the, I don't know if I'm going to get the numbers exactly right. So I'm going to paraphrasing a little bit. But it was, if you smoked two packs of cigarettes a day for 28 years, your chances of developing cancer within those 28 years was something like 18%. If you ate foods processed with seed oils like every day for those 28 years, your chances of developing cancer was something like over 80%. So like you were better off eating a a seed oil-free diet and smoking two packs of cigarettes a day in terms of cancer than- that yeah, <laughs> than just eating these fucking seed oils. That blew my mind. Blew my mind. No, it, it, I, I'm not surprised. I, I, I'm a big fan of the account uh, uh, Carnivoralis. Yeah. You know that Instagram Aurelius? account? Uh, yeah, yeah Aurelius, Carnivoralis. I can't speak. Carnivoralis or something like that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. We all know this already. Come on, James, hit it. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> take, take another long one. <laughs> yeah, I can't speak. Um, but uh, I follow that account, and uh, one of my favorite account- accounts on Instagram, along with your guys' account, um, they posted something. He's like, "Yeah, my he's like my buddy went to Europe, and he told me he ate like shit the entire time, drank, and just didn't care, and lost fourteen pounds while he was there." They're definitely putting stuff in our food here in the U.S., <laughs> which we know it's true. We look at the ingredients on in European food and food yeah. here at the exact same company. It's totally different ingredients, but at the same time, uh, they are they are actually trying to poison us with the food that we eat. And this is why they don't want us eating meat and why they don't want us eating eggs. And they want us to like, what did the pandemic do? It, it, everybody stayed home instead of pushing nutrition, eating right, uh, you know, getting proper sleep. Hey, this is the perfect time to get your body right. You can work out the house, do whatever you got to do to get your no. Stay at home. Eat DoorDash, Uber Eats, get all the fast food delivery to your house, hang out at the house and do nothing. Don't leave. Get wasted, jerk yeah, off the porn. Yeah. yeah. And, Perfect. And, and get, everybody's now now everybody's on that lifestyle. Now everybody's like, oh, Uber Eats, super convenient. I don't got to cook. No one knows how to cook. Like, really think about it. Like, growing – like, our parents' generation, and, and I don't care if people want to call me sexist at all, every mother knew how to cook food. Mm. Every, mm. All of the moms Perfect. knew how to cook. 95% of the women today have no clue in our wow. generation how to cook. Really think about it. Like you go, on a, you go on a date with a girl and very few of them, I bet out of 10, maybe three of them know how to cook. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really that life. bad. You know, they've been oppressed, man. They've been so oppressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but really, really think about it. And they've made it so convenient for us that we're no longer getting home-cooked meals on a regular basis. Like my family, every Sunday, we had a pot of sauce, and we got together, and we had Sunday dinner every single Sunday. It was required. My grandmother came over the house. Like it was just part of growing up in my house. And that doesn't really happen anymore. Like people don't sit around the dinner table with their family and eat dinner. Like these are all things that have affected human beings at a level that I don't even think we can comprehend the five of us just sitting here having a discussion. And all by design. (laughs) Yeah, oh, tradition, man. Tradition. Yeah, yeah well, it, and it's all, it's all around it food is. too. Bingo. Yes. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. So you see like a deterioration of like a nuclear family, and mm -hmm. it, even an, an aspect like food. And uh, now you have mothers that can't really cook, or you know, can't provide ordering proper nutrition to. Yeah, or, or ordering out. It's yeah. It's it's. You have to say it's by design because it's it's just so opposite to what actually works, right? Having a strong family works. Mm -hmm. uh, having good food works. But the guidelines and, you know, current cult culture is at exact opposite of of that. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And they're so disconnected from their food as well. And I think that so many people today, like you said, not only are, the, are they not cooking, but how many people have actually gone into the woods and harvested their own animal? How many, how many people actually get their hands in, in the earth? And for those people who eat vegetables, but how many people getting their hands in the earth and actually like growing their own food? And you're so disconnected. The, the closest you get to your food is, is picking something out of, on fucking DoorDash. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Going, what, hap what happens when DoorDash isn't there? What happens when your phone is dead? What happens when you can't just press a button and get that food on demand? People are going to get really fucking, you know, hungry. scary. Yeah. Yeah. Can't make craft macaroni and cheese. Like that's how bad oh, it's gotten. Yeah, like that's really yeah. how bad it's gotten. Like I'm not. We're not just talking like not being able to cook like me. Like we're talking like top ramen, boiling water, and putting top ramen. And, and in then the they feel. And then you feel accomplished. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, I did it. Microwave food. People. Yeah. People literally don't know what food is. Yeah. Like that's it's an issue. They just don't know. You're you're um, right. Like what? We there's so many processed pieces of garbage that we all eat like like blue like blue is a color it's not it's not a flavor and and you know the the lays potato chips well and sal to talk about saladino again i saw i don't know if you guys saw it today he was talking about a study and it, it said that there were two different groups and the two groups were given the exact same amount of calories and it was divided evenly amongst protein fat, carbohydrates, salt, all, all of those different uh, categories, right? But one group was all whole foods and one group was all processed foods. Mm -hmm. And the group that ate all processed foods was actually eating more and they gained two pounds. Uh, and I, it was over whatever it was, I think a week's time or two weeks. And then the group that ate the whole foods lost two pounds. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so it's and, not and just calories. No, it's not. It's no longer just calories. It, it, it's way it's, – it's wild what they do. I mean think about this. You don't go to the store and see on the shelves fake vegetables that mimic vegetables. You see, I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah, it's like a tofu flavored steak. Yeah, yeah. Like, we should I do the reverse. I can't, believe, I can't believe it's not butter. They got fake milk. They have seed milk everywhere. Yeah. Like mm. they don't, they don't do this for vegetables. Why? We should make like, carrots and, and like, vegetables made of steak. Your guys' name yeah. is Butterfield, <laughs> and they demonize butter. So they, they butter is literally like the worst thing ever. Like I still cannot get it through my girlfriend's head because when I cook a steak, I use like a half a stick to three quarters of a stick of butter, and I just baste that bad boy. Um, I don't, I don't mess around. Yeah, but you're also uh, not eating that entire three quarter stick of butter. No, but when you I put it in mean? the oven, when I put it in the oven, I put a couple more wads of butter on top, and uh, yeah. so that's incredible. <laughs> that's 
It's don't delicious. overcook that shit. Medium that's rare. Don't but be they cooking that well done. They okay. make good for medium you, rare all day. Me, it's, I, listen, I put it in the on the skillet. I put it in the skillet two two minutes each side, get a nice sear, and then put it in the oven for four minutes, and it's good to go. Mm. Um, beautiful. It, it's beautiful. Um, but they tell you like, oh, oh, if you eat all that butter, that's bad for you. Like it's it's like almost ingrained in society that butter yeah. is bad for you. And we've been making butter, which is just what cream and cream, and you beat the shit out of it. You, yeah, yeah. yeah. cream that comes from a cat, Pass like whipped cream, and then it's butter. And we've been eating butter for centuries. For like, bitches used to be outside churning that shit all day. <laughs> You're pretty good at that. <laughs> You're really good at that. Yeah, yeah good good at that. I know. I know. Uh, but uh, why are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the soundboard's on fire, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, listen, you know what I'll tell Nick Nick next? Shut the fuck up. You're a stupid cunt. Suck my dick. Um, that's that's for Nick. Um, shut the fuck up. But it's like butter should be a staple in everybody's diet. It should be a foundation piece in everybody's diet, and they demonize it to a level that. As soon as you put butter on anything, like oh, I put too much butter on that's that's not good for me. That's not that's not healthy. Immediately, if, if unless you unless you've been exposed to this type of diet and did your own research, that's the immediate response from somebody. Butter's bad for you. Um, yeah, what are, you been to be. what, what are some of the benefits of butter? Since your name is Butterfield. <laughs> yeah, now we've been programmed to be fat adverse, right? And that's like the result of this whole like fat scare, saturated fats, animal fats, and the cholesterol and your arteries, you know, and the, the, I guess the, uh, the logic that uh, resonated with people was like, oh, you know, fat clogs your arteries much like uh, uh, fat will clog like pipes in your house, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, if you run water like through it, then it'll harden mm -hmm. and yeah. it'll harden your arteries like that. But um, obviously it's not the case. I mean, we're, we're, we're made of protein and fat man like and water you know yeah and water yeah, yeah but like you know you, you are what you eat um so why yeah, why should you eat butter well so butter butter fills the gap man like so you know many of the people have been eating like lean chicken breast for a long time but it's not the same as eating like a fatty steak right and that's that's because the fat is making a difference because you need the fat you know your your uh fat soluble vitamins vitamins a uh, D3, E, and K2, right? Mm. And these are the fat-soluble vitamins in their animal form as opposed to their plant plant form. These vitamins in their animal form are much more bioavailable and digestible than, than their plant counterparts. So, you know, butter fills a gap. If you're not eating animal fat, where are you getting these vitamins from? Like, you're, you're simply not. You're simply not. Right. So you, you need you need the fat. So butter, butter is delicious. You know, it fills the gap. It provides these these vitamins. Um, other than that, you know, butter is lower calorie than other fats. So it's uh, a <laughs> hundred ca uh, calories per tablespoon as opposed to like, uh, you know, olive oil or tallow, which is like one hundred and twenty. Um, We're just going to ask what's your preference, butter or tallow or ghee or anything um, like that. Butter, butter. I'm, I'm yeah. a butter loyalist, but they're all good. They're all good, man. Eat the animal fats. You know, we, we're advocating for yeah. all animal fats. We just, we, we like butter. Butter's delicious, man. And uh, 
uh, what else? Uh, um, there's actually been some some like preliminary okay. research like done in animals that shows that like uh, butter butter's got like other nutrients in it, other food nutrients that actually like support your digestion. So things like uh, called uh, glycosphingolipids. These are things that are said to like uh, support support your the health of your colon cells. Um, so you know there's that. Uh, so support in digestion, but also butter is the richest dietary source of butyric acid or butyrate. Mm -hmm. So you know, and butyrate or butyric acid, like it's the you're talking about the short chain fatty acid, butyric acid, or its uh, ketone form, butyrate. Um, that that's the uh, short chain fatty acid for which fiber is touted to be beneficial to your gut microbiome. So, you know, people will say, oh, you got to feed your gut. You know, you, that's why you got to eat all this fiber because you got to feed your gut and feed your gut microbiome. This is good for you. Just eat more fiber. Hmm. Um, basically, like the way that works is you eat the fiber and then your your gut microbiome will ferment these fibers, indigestible fibers, into butyrate. And your but the butyrate is the one that will feed your, your colon cells, right? So support wow. your colon. Butter... Right, so you, so you let me know if, if, if it's clear or not. But oh, I got it. Yeah. And so, yeah. butter is the richest dietary source of butyrate. Mm. So why not just circumvent that whole fermentation process and indigestible fiber, and just eat more butter, right? So oh, so oh. makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it tastes way better. Yeah. So there you go. It tastes good, man. And you're getting the fat soluble vitamins. You're supporting your digestion. It's delicious. You know. Uh, uh, yeah, so you go on. You How about on. bulletproof coffee? Like that, uh, that got really popular a while ago with the butter yeah. and the coffee. And what do yeah, you think of that? You, have you tried it? Yeah, I've tried it before, dude. It's delicious. Yeah, what's your take on the caffeine? Yeah. I, I know some guys don't like the seeds at all because ca uh, coffee beans a seed, kind yeah. of, and you shouldn't be drinking any of that either. There, that's what Saladino was saying. Yeah, yeah, uh, I but, mean. I love fun coffee. I, I, I love <laughs> coffee. <laughs> You're being a at that point. So we love coffee, yeah. Like, I mean, they're telling people to not drink coffee. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That's so, what what kind of butter would you use for the uh, for the coffee? For the do you guys do bulletproof coffee? Yeah, Aaron, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but, Every once in a while, it does require quite. You, you gotta you gotta blend it, right? You can't yeah. just like stir it with a spoon. So <laughs> yeah, it, it's much better if you blend it or like if you. Uh, I never yeah. tried it. Yeah, if you just stir it, it's really oily, like it's, it's so <laughs> yeah. buttery in your mouth and your lips, but you have to, yeah. Blend it. I mean, try, yeah. try like a one tablespoon in a, in a cup of coffee, like that's yeah. that's like a, a good amount. And people, some people think it's crazy, but I mean, they, they don't bat their eye at putting cream in their coffee, and it's that's quite sure. literally the same thing fake sugar yeah. and fake cream, like sweet yeah. and low, like yeah, let's put some yeah. coffee. What about what about cheeses? You yeah, guys eat much cheese? Mushies? No, cheese. Oh, cheese, that's animal based. I know yeah. it is. That's why dairy. I'm dairy. Eat, eat, eat the dairy, man. Like there's so many forms of dairy. You can eat cheddar cheese, like blue cheese, goat cheese, Yo yogurt, cottage cheese. Like these, these are very uh Greek uh, yogurt more so than regular dan animals and 
Dan and yogurt, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, not with all the sugar and the and the, the fruit syrups and everything. And actually, so there's two yeah. more things that I want to close because we could keep here you guys here literally all night. I'm, yeah, I'm having sure. a laugh. You guys, you guys are a wealth of information. Uh, yeah, no, this uh, is fun. This is fun. Yeah. Oh, you guys are welcome back anytime. We got definitely got to do this again. Um, yeah, we'd love to be back anytime. I'll have you a blast. So there's two things that I want to end the show with, kind of tying with what Anthony was saying uh, about the cheese and how you were saying to eat dairy. One of the things that I haven't tried yet, and I'm I'm very interested, and I'm I'm just a little hesitant, and I don't know why. Um, I've heard a lot of really good things about raw milk, and mm-hmm. over to raw milk. And you guys had mentioned that you got raw goat's milk, um, and I know a lot of pet stores. I can go and buy raw milk at the pet store, and I've been interested. I've been mm-hmm. thinking about buying it. Really? Uh, yeah, you can buy raw milk at the pet store for the dog. It says for animal use only on the, um, on the milk. <laughs> It literally says for animal use only. Is it illegal in, in Nevada, James? Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. yeah. Uh, Here also. A, I don't get, I don't understand why. Because uh, because of the health benefits. And it's I not pasteurized that. and yeah. they say it's going to make you sick. There's there's a long history there, but it's for your safety. Yeah, it's for your safety. <laughs> How many times have you heard that? <laughs> That's all we needed to hear. Yeah, they, they actually got it right with milk. They got it right with milk. You know, you need to pasteurize it. That's yeah. They have it right this time. Yeah, yeah, for this thing. <laughs> One time they got something right. So tell me the benefits of drinking raw milk and why is it different than pasteurized milk that you'd get at the store? Like even for me, like I buy the Horizon grass fed. Uh, whole milk is what I, I always get. Um, but I've heard that the raw milk, there's there's so many more benefits to it. And is there is there a major taste difference? Like that's something I'm also so I'm not a I was never a milk fan to begin with. <laughs> as far as taste, I don't I don't really I mean at least I I haven't noticed any major differences in the taste. Well yeah well have you yeah if if we compare like the store bought milk with the milk that we get from from our farmer uh, oh. It does taste a little bit more like barney, like like a barn. Um, like okay, yeah. yeah. Well, that might just be because it's goat's goat's milk. It could be because yeah. it's goat's milk. Yeah, because uh, we have tried raw cow's milk, and that that to me tastes like yeah. You know, no, I guess I guess you could say it does have like a, a an aftertaste of just like. Like barn, like animal. Yeah, like, yeah it, it, it tastes like the smell of the barn a little bit. Like hay, it probably tastes yeah. like hay. Yeah. You put yeah. straw hay in your mouth. Probably exactly. Like oh, exactly. Yeah. That's it, what it, I imagine. You, you say do barn. get that. You do get that aftertaste. Um, sometimes, like it depends on the batch. Like sometimes the batch comes with a really strong barney taste. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> uh, it might. It's just like I guess what they what that animal ate that week. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but we right. we get it fresh, like milk like the night before and it's great but as far as uh health benefits well really like when it when it comes to food like and this applies to raw milk but also just like the whole nutrient density aspect of like animal foods there's so much we don't really know about food about nutrition itself and it's pretty clear like you know, experts, they have no clue what, what, what the hell they're doing uh, with food. It's not just everybody's a, got a different take. Yeah, it's, it's just not it's just not uh, macronutrients. It's not, it's not food. It's not just protein, carbohydrates and fats like there's there's so much more hidden in the food. There, there's there's so much. So other so many other nutrients that we don't know uh, what they're doing or what their impact on health is. Um, there's this uh, uh, 
scientist or researcher, uh, Dr. St uh, Stefan Van Vliet. If you guys haven't haven't heard of him, like you should definitely look him up. He he does some research on like uh, the the secondary nutrients found in food, and he's he's like found like up up to like more than fifty thousand different like food compounds, nutrient compounds in in food alone, right? Up to up to seventy thousand different compounds in like meat, um, and and it's just like there's just so much so much more to it than than we understand. But as far as specifically to like raw milk like it's the same thing like when you pasteurize it you're killing some of the the nutrients that come that come in the milk so the enzymes yeah you'll be getting things like enzymes uh peptides so you know just like smaller proteins or like other amino acids that you you don't normally buy. essentially when you pasteurize you're heating it up yeah yeah you're, you're heating it up and um you destroy some of the vitamins as well if you go if any any supermarket milk you find any any supermarket milk um, will be fortified. It'll have vitamin A added to it at the very least, or or if it's like low fat, non fat milk, it'll have vitamin A and D. And the reason they add these vitamins back in is because they destroy them in the in the whole processing mm -hmm. of the milk. So the milk you get at the store, it's not it's not real milk, and and it, it goes back to the same point that like you know it's like it's almost like they're intentionally poisoning us, right? <laughs> Yeah, what are they adding to get the vitamin D and vitamin A? Like, what are they using? Yeah. And, and, and you know, it should be no surprise. They're using like, raw milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you if you if you get the lactose-free milk, it's not actually lactose-free. All they all they did was add like the lactase enzyme to the milk, um, and and raw milk naturally contains that enzyme as well, which is why like many people who have a lactose intolerance seem to be seem to be fine eating raw drinking raw milk um so so yeah i mean there's 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 many uh many nutrients that get destroyed in the process uh, i'm trying to think if i can think of any other reasons or any nutrients like um uh just like the bacteria man like uh, like the the, the bacteria that comes naturally from 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 the from the animal like uh you know all of that stuff is like it's good for you, right? Like it's it's in its natural form, and it, it kind of like populates your your gut as well, like with with this bacteria, and, and will make you yogurt is good for you because of all the bacteria that helps your gut. That's correct? one of the questions yeah. I had for you guys too was in in relation to like the the probiotics, but yeah, you you, yeah. you answered that for sure. And this and the and the gut is like our our line of defense, like against like what we what we put what we shove down our pie hole, right? Like <laughs> everything everything we eat is is going through our gut, and it's like you should you think of your gut like like your skin like your skin protects you from your exterior but your gut is going to protect you from what you're putting in inside of you um and so yeah yeah all the all these things things uh really important yeah i want to try because they they sell it at, at my pet local pet store it's Dude, i up. just looked it up too it, it says said for, that it said that as of like i don't know it was 2019 or this article said that raw milk is legal for pet consumption in all 50 states Yep. So uh, that's wild. Where, so, other than you know, that, go ahead. Sorry. Do, I know do you what? know? Do you know if that that uh, pet raw milk, like where where's it sourced from? Like, is it local or cats? <laughs> Cat milk. <laughs> <laughs> you can milk anything with nipples. <laughs> that's where it's coming from. Uh, <laughs> how long does raw milk last in the fridge for you guys? Like, when do you got to consume it by? Huh, that's a good question. I mean. Uh, 
Worst case, it'll turn into yogurt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't have a good answer for that. Yeah, uh, no. The, the, I mean, the longest it stayed on our fridge is two weeks, and yeah, no, no, no changing taste, no changing texture or smell. I heard raw milk goes bad pretty quickly, though. Isn't yeah. is no? I heard the vaccine will stop you from getting COVID. <laughs> <laughs> not not as as of today not as of today yeah. they finally announced that they knew that these fucking idiots um yeah that finally came out did it really <laughs> yeah so, so bacon slut over here says speaking from a farmer's view the milk doesn't taste like the barn when it's for human consumption if you're drinking for animal consumption it may he said the cleanliness standards are different um so that 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 may be the case Get a little hay fiber in there. Yeah, a little hay, the, the hay fiber. Um, yeah, no, like our, our plug for the goat milk is like, she's a very low-key lady. Like, you know, it's not a, that easy to get raw milk around here. No, it's, that, that's um, what I was just going to ask. Like, what are some suggestions for our audience to get some raw milk? Um, yeah. The only one I know of is going to the pet store. I know <laughs> farmer markets. And that's kind of why it's deterred me from trying it. Cause I'm like, is it really raw milk? They're making it for pets. Like this is what there's the certain associations too, like how there's PMAs, they would do similar things. Yeah. So where if you're, you're a part of a private membership, it's legal and you, and you can get access to those types of products. And I think that there, there are different ones in, in different States. Yeah. I think there's, there's a website that can connect you right to, um, yeah, so Saldino had it on his, uh, on his podcast. Yeah, there, there's many raw milk finder finders like online or like or like maps that you can look up. I mean, oh, if, really? you, if, you, if you just Google it, like uh, raw milk near near me, like you'll find like I think the one of the main websites is called like uh, getrawmilk.com or oh, like um, makes sense. Uh, you can also uh, look up the uh, the Western A Price Foundation. Like they're they're pretty big advocates. If you've heard of those guys. No, like some some found some like foundation based on like ancestral ways of eating basically not 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 a carnivore foundation but uh just like you know eating ancestrally mm -hmm. um they they have like a map and so you'll go on this map and depending on the state that you're in like you'll find like nearest farms to you um that that sell at least sell on their on their premises because in some states uh Farms are only allowed to sell from directly from the farm. Like you can't find it like in a retail location. Yeah. Um, and then you know uh, the 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 advice I would give though is is you know, the way we found our our plug for the uh, raw goat milk was just by asking around. Like this lady, she's not her farm doesn't even show up on Google Maps. She she only has like a Facebook page, but like we didn't find the Facebook page initially. Like um, word of we, mouth came came upon you. Yeah, we were just looking for like for we just wanted milk like that was the mission man so we we, we were like someone's got to have a dairy animal somewhere right near us um so we we found goat farms near us and um asked them for milk and they were like no we don't sell that but and uh we tried like maybe like 10 different farms until, found until, one. until one until one just told us to ask this other farm and then we're like okay we'll, we'll try and then 
She said yes. She said, "Yeah, I can sell you some some milk." These are I'm fucking, like, fucking drugs. I know. Yeah, it's so <laughs> wild. I'm like raw. So wild. Raw. You, you, you sure it's better in a dark alley? You could find blow in about thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, two yeah. weeks to find Dude, fucking I mean, milk. That, that really says something about the world that we live in, where it's exactly. way easier to get a bag of cocaine than a bottle of raw milk. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that they demonize it. They, well, they, they say raw, raw goat milk is the closest to a human's milk. Correct. So if you're if your child if like to, to transfer a baby over to from from formula or breast milk, you should go to goat milk is what they were, I, I heard. Yeah. So, right. so yeah. the the milk will have like uh, different uh, forms of uh, the casein protein in it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've heard of like A two milk or like yeah, A two A two A two A two A one yeah that that's what um, that's what that is about. So like A two milk is is more easily digestible by yeah. by humans. Uh, because of the form of the casein protein it has, and so goat milk will will be uh, generally, I think, just across the board, will be A two. Um, speaking, yeah, so, speaking of A two milk, do you guys know the? Uh, I could be fucking this whole thing up, but weird. supposedly the A two milk founders, the people who created that milk, um, are no longer with us. Oh, is that oh right? yeah. Oh, so oh, I like the guy who created the water powered car kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, but okay. yeah, I don't know what happened. There's this new digestible milk that you can eat, you could drink, and then I don't know. Somehow they both magically died. Yeah, wow. Just, just <laughs> the guy Not who created pizza. Yeah, and no, I could. Exactly. Story we've heard a thousand times. So the thing well, I want to close. They didn't kill themselves, right? <laughs> they might yeah, have yeah, exactly. With a redneck guy. Exactly. Exactly. I shouldn't joke. I shouldn't joke like that. If that's true, yeah. <laughs> rest in peace. No, but it's um, wild. Like they have this great, this, like you said, the A two. It's you're the first person I heard ever bring that up outside of someone who drinks that milk. But I didn't know it was exactly. had to do with the casein. So yeah. So with with that being said, I want to I want to talk about something a little similar to what's going on. Actually, right on topic of what's going on, uh, I want to get your guys' take on uh, someone that's very big. In the carnivore, oh, world. Nice. I know what this and, is. And <laughs> Natural or men- you mentioned earlier uh, the foundation that promotes ancestral living, and it immediately was like, I gotta ask this guy. <laughs> <laughs> My man, Liver King, Brian yes. Johnson. What do you guys feel about this guy? So uh, hey, bro, don't hold back either. You could do uh, open mic. <laughs> You know, uh, the, the answer you'll get from everyone is like, oh, you know, his messaging is cool. Like, you know, the, the nine ancestral tenets, like, of course, we can all agree on that. Like, you know, go outside. Don't be a bitch. Like, get some sunlight, yeah. eat meat, you know, the, the whole thing. Connect. Right. Like, awesome. Like, definitely uh, important message. Uh, but but I mean. Don't shoot the messenger. Right. I guess it's it's uh, a. <laughs> It's brutal, bro. I think you know you 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 said specifically like, oh, he's a big figure in the carnivore community. I I, I refute that because I don't I don't want Liver King being associated with the carnivore community. Oh yeah, because I, I, agree I think with you. he makes think, it that much more difficult to tell. Like you tell yeah. someone about this diet and they immediately bring up the liver. Oh, Liver King. Yeah, yeah. dude, that, that happens to me with my friends now. They 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 look at me and they they think, oh, he's like the Liver King, and they think you know. But that's why I have a big issue with it because the guy's walking around clearly on trend. He probably has ab implants. 
and he, he he dances around like he br- brings in this blood test pretends to be a doctor he's like oh i'm 100 primal and i'm like dude you're a fucking clown like oh, i agree with you with the message I, that's what i tell people i'm like listen the things he talks about the diet he speaks of and the nine ancestral tenets are all things that we can agree on but he's you got you, you got you have to understand something though don't forget he's a character oh, like he he's monetizing yes he's, he's created in a boardroom yeah, I don't yeah. say I don't think created in a boardroom. I think I think this is him his way of being an influencer. Like I think he's, he's in a dude. I, I I give him credit. We're talking about him, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We are. He's everywhere. And, then, and, and, if you, everywhere. and if you and if you haven't heard of him and you're watching our show, they're gonna go fucking look him up now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yo, but I don't he, know how you. No one's watching his show and gonna look me and you up. If you mentioned he's gonna, he's gonna die of heart attack, and then people are gonna blame the carnivore oh, diet. Yeah, yeah. Except yeah. except the drugs that he's taking uh, to have that physique, which he's kind of in a way saying having raw liver every day is a way to get that. So he, you know, he's not in a way. He is definitely saying that. He said he fl- he did say he flew to um. And where did you go? Um, vacation with Jesta one time for work work out in Asia. Singapore, Singapore. He went to Singapore and got some kind of a uh, surgery done, hmm. and it was like a myostasis type. Of, uh, it was in an interview he did. That was fact. He said he was everything else was a lie. Oh, so he got he, some kind of he where, did something to his DNA or some kind of weird shit. Where'd you hear that? It was on um, <laughs> it was on a, a short that I saw that someone walked up to him while he was working outside. I guess there were rivals on YouTube mm-hmm. and they started going back and forth. And then he, was, he brought up trend and he started laughing. He's like, yeah, you think I'm on trend. He was what ab implants are my next fucking thing. And then he was like, I don't have any of that. Feel my abs. And then he's like, Oh, I only did one thing. And uh, I, he did. He said he did go to um, Singapore, Singapore. And, and got some kind of surgery. Yeah. I mean, sorry. I did see pictures of him when he was like 18 or 19. The guy is genetically gifted. That That is for sure. Oh, without mean, a doubt, without yeah, a doubt, I, I, I did trend. And I didn't look like that. <laughs> but I, everything about him is fake. Like he goes up there and he puts all these big plates on his on his bar, and there are twenty five pound plates that look like forty five pounders. Like he's he, everything that he's doing is fake. It's it's not authentic. And I'd give him yeah, more yeah. credit if he came out and was like, listen, listen, I do boatloads of trend. I, I shoot a fuck. Yeah, but here's I, the thing. You don't know I, any of this for fact. This is still I, all speculation. You don't have, know any I, of this for fact. I have the best. You don't know gear, him. I have the best gear in the world. And, yeah, but uh, you don't know that. This and, is still all speculation. Here, I mean, here, here's, here's, here's the thing. To get a lot where of I'm at, you need this. But eating the diet that I'm eating, eating the diet that yes. I'm eating is still the healthiest route to go like I'd have a lot more respect for him if he was honest and upfront. What, what, what if he's what being honest? What if I he will really- tell you something though. Most of the time in the gym, I've been working out for, for a very long time. When people see someone that looks better than them, it has to be steroids. It's always steroids. And I'm not saying he's not on steroids, but people that don't look that good always will point to someone who looks way better than them and will always use steroids as an excuse. And you don't know exactly what he's on. You don't know what he's doing. You might not like him, but you don't know this for a fact, and you can't portray it as though this is gospel because I disagree vehemently. um, Someone else had told me about him, like getting like some sort of gene therapy uh, to like modify himself. And it's a, I guess you, you you can you can edit yourself to remove like the myostatin. Uh, That's what he said. Protein, yeah, myostatin, which is like a, a limiting protein. 
a protein that like, like limits your muscle growth, which is, it's, it's naturally occurring, but it's, it's how our bodies regulate itself, right? Like to not, you know, over, over, overbuilt muscle, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have a chance, look up like myostatin cow, and it's like a, a special oh, breed I've of cow. I've seen that thing. Yes. I, that so thing? That, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's that's what what you said. Like, the dog. Yeah, he, he, he admitted to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, what he yeah, said to do. That, that's, that's, what it, that's what Liver King looks like. So, you know, if, if he hasn't done trend and he did that, then like, I mean, well, it makes th- sense. There's, there's your answer. But yeah. I mean, but why, if he did why it, avoid he did the trend. question? Yeah, why avoid the question? Why don't you regret like he makes, why, a lot of, and, he makes a lot of money from looking like that? I think, I think cool. you know, you know, he cool. said he, he admitted to that. He just said he didn't do trend. That's but I'm, what I'm saying is like if you your, your labs, like it, it's such a big question, you want to shut it down. Like he's joking with people, making memes and coming in dressed like a doctor and putting needles in all this meat. And and he's like, Yeah, I did all this, that, and the other. No, it's just a joke, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And it's all a big giant joke to him. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Sean Baker he puts out his labs all the time. He's like, "Yo, this is what I'm doing. Here's my blood work. This is what I'm doing. This is why I do what I do. I eat meat every yeah. single day. I haven't eaten anything but meat in ten years." He has a giant sword. And uh, how old is Sean Baker? He's fifty-four. <laughs> he looks good. Yeah. It's like yeah. 54, 54. He's losing yeah. his hair. He's losing his hair. But what most guys at fifty-four are? I mean, I'm thirty-four. You and Anthony, I, I, I wish, I wish I was blessed with your hair yeah, genetics. Yeah. Wish. Oh. But like, I will tell you, I mean, yeah. he, is gene- he is genetically gifted, and you, you do have to start. I mean, genetics plays a huge yeah, role. When, you can see when, when we, when we were younger, there was a kid who was fucking yoked, and he was like 17, 18. You thought he did steroids oh, at 16 Carlos years old. Ortiz? <laughs> No, <laughs> he, he was fucking he, yoked too. Yeah, was. Um, it was actually Anthony Abrantes. He was okay. a kid from Persephone. Dude, he was shredded. <clears throat> shredded. And he didn't even lift. Just played sports. It was wild. If he lifted, he could look like that. But I, mean, I don't his know. His probably ate a lot of meat. Yeah. I, I think it's a waste. I think it's a waste of time harping on him yeah. and, and, and focusing on him. I mean, either way, he's he's bringing attention to the community you know, and the yeah. diet even if you yeah. don't want him associated with it and let him do his thing you just you know we all stay in our yeah. lanes and like it's not worth it's not worth your your energy it really isn't no yeah, i i think um well by the way uh sean baker if you look at like old pictures of him he he looks like he actually had less hair before yeah you know yeah, he, he's right. got he's kind of bald yeah not gonna lie but um i just i think that's interesting um but I think the the main takeaway should be like uh, you know, dude, uh, Liver King, he he touts himself for like bringing in like hundred million dollars of revenue a year from all his companies, and you got to ask yourself, what what is he selling, man? Like, you know, how is he making his money, mm-hmm. right? And he's making his money like by making people feel like they're missing out on something um, that he sells. Right. And mm-hmm. that's his, his supplements. So the, and- the, the, the biggest commodity right now, like years ago, people made money off of energy, oil. Right. You're wealthiest people in the world, whether it's the Rockefellers, the, the Bushes, uh, yeah. it was of oil. Now it's attention. So exactly. Like, so Carl, like um, the fucking uh, Kim Kardashian sister, what's her name? Chloe. Chloe. Uh, the, no, with the oh. makeup line. Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner. Billion dollar, youngest billionaire in the world. You got this Mr. Beast or whatever on YouTube, a billionaire. 
You have The Rock, $4 billion sold the Tequila Company for. Like these people, attention is what makes money. So by having all that attention, it doesn't matter what he's doing. He's gathering attention. Like just for this show, we're talking about him. That's more attention he's getting. That Mm -hmm. means someone's going to look him up, Google him, be like, fuck, I'm going to buy supplements. I'm going to buy this from him. I, I, I agree, but yeah. at the same time, you know, who's behind all of that money? Uh, and, you know, look 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 at what our friend Kanye is doing with the Kardashians right now. Uh, just going in, having a field day. Um, <laughs> yeah. An absolute field day. Um, can't even mention what he's talking about without getting removed from the entire universe. Um, but uh, it's so crazy. But, you know, he had like he has this gigantic ranch that he had well before uh, oh, yeah. his supplement coming. So where does his money come from? Like he just showed up out of fucking nowhere, just like Andrew Tate just showed up out of fucking nowhere. And then I, w- I would. Yeah, they're very, very similar in, in their approach and how they did this stuff. And you showed up at it out of fucking nowhere. Out of thin yeah, so, so that's really interesting, right? Like, yes. And what is going on there? I agree with you. And these are these are questions that I have and nothing that I can prove. But based on how these people work and, and what look they at, do, look at, look at Alex Hermosi. Who's that? Yeah, they out of nowhere, too. Alex Hermosi is a fucking beast, dude. It's about attention. These motherfuckers just saw what Kylie Jenner did. saw people on the Internet were doing Gary Vaynerchuk and just produced content. And con- sorry. The, the Paul it? brothers, same shit. Paul brothers. Yeah. Dude, it's about it. Run Vine, grinding on Vine. They were, they were, they were. They, they did were, the Conor McGregor. I never, but I never heard of them though. Conor McGregor I too. No, they, I, I think they took they did, took Conor yeah. McGregor's playbook, which Fuck is the same 100. thing. Yeah, same thing. You're right. It's attention. But uh, yeah, the Liver yeah. King, fucking yeah. guy. Well, I think you know, just uh, going back to the message, like uh, you know, someone like Sean Baker, like his message is consistent, right? Like just eat mm-hmm. more meat, and uh, you know, you don't really know. need. You don't really need to take any of these pills or supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, uh, Sean Baker could have started his own like liver sup line long time ago and be, be way wealthier than he is now. But, you know, you see him starting like uh, instead of like a healthcare company um, and actually trying to make a difference that's that's going to impact people's lives. He wrote a book. It, yeah, he, he wrote a book. That's correct. Yeah. And um, I think we have to be careful about uh, – who we listen to as well and uh, realize that some people online are just content creators um, yeah. and other people are actually leading leading the movement yeah. and, and trying to help most people. And you got to take that good with the bad. Yeah, yeah, Liver King is raising more awareness. So hopefully, you know, it'll be a net benefit if he dies tomorrow of a heart attack. I think the community will take a big, big hit. Yes. Um, and... I just, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I want that as someone who's trying to, you know, like to spread this message. It makes it sure difficult. That, yes. I'm not it sure we need that on our side. You know what I mean? Like, but I uh, say this, it's just like what we do with all the time. Uh, you know, people spewing these crazy, nonsensical conspiracies that are not backed by any, any evidence whatsoever. And they're going around spewing it around, uh, yeah. like word vomiting. And then we go and talk about it. And they're like, wait a second. You're one of those people, and you immediately got pigeonized. This is what I think Alex Jones is. I think Alex Jones, his whole thing is to make us look like crazy lunatics. His whole yeah. job is to make us look like nut jobs. Every time you question anything, oh, you're one of those Alex Jones infowarn tinfoil hat people. No, <laughs> yeah. I, you gotta be you gotta be careful because on on your search for truth, it's like there's traps along the way yeah. where you can very easily fall for these traps, and then 
you're a lunatic, right? Like you're crazy mm -hmm. and, and it's very easy for you to just get pigeonholed, put in this box. And, you know, I just think we, we have to be very careful in, in the search for truth, right? Because mm -hmm. I know, I know, I know you guys are, are, you know, basing yourself of that principle, right? Get into the truth of everything. And I'm sure you're aware, you know, so, someone's out there putting traps on purpose, right? And people oh, are totally and people are getting rich off of this. And this is why I question Liver King. This is exactly yeah, yeah. why, because what did we talk about at the top of the show about how they're trying to demonize meat and make it seem like it's the worst thing ever and propagate all of this other so stuff. Now, he's the, he's the Alex Jones of. Yeah, they're losing. The they're losing that narrative. They're losing that narrative. So let's put some crazy lunatic out in the front and push this information make it look so ridiculous so that as soon as you bring up a carnivore style diet which is healthier for you you immediately oh you're one of, you you must follow liver king and uh he's he's he, that's where you get your ideas from that crazy lunatic because that's what people think of him as a crazy fucking lunatic they see him running yeah. around new york city i'm going to fight the burger king and they think he's some fucking nut job <laughs> you bring up the diet and bring up the, i eat nothing but meat they immediately reference Liver King. They don't go to Paul Saladino, who's actually partners with him in, in, in the supplement company. Exactly. Um, they don't bring him up. They don't bring up Sean Baker. It's immediately. Hold on. Paul's partners with Liver King? Yes. They both heart and soil and ancestral supplements are the same supplements. Yeah. They're just to just rebranded. Re yeah. Rebranded it. Yeah. They're re and, 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 and Brian Johnson's company is the parent company. Like yes. so, he so he resells the subs to Paul Saladino. Paul Saladino just slaps his label on it, and then oh, Liver, King, I, Liver King has like uh, at least like two other supplement companies that I know of. Who knows? He might have even more different brands. Dude, it's he's fucking. The same. It, there's he's he's fucking just genius. He's a great marketer. Yeah, he's, and he's, he's definitely a smart guy. Exactly. behind uh, him. He'll just show up out of nowhere like he did. Literally yeah. out of nowhere. You know, and and to uh, just to you know, because we're talking about carnivore here, right? Um, just just draw it back to carnivore. Um, again, the whole point is like. You, you should be able to get all everything you need from the food you eat, mm -hmm. right? And because um, yeah. so many of the people that we talk to and we interact with online, uh, some of the people that we coach, right? Because by the way, we also do uh, like, you know, carnivore coaching, animal-based coaching for, oh, nice. fitness, yeah, for weight loss and bodybuilding. It's just a new project that we started because we realized so many people, because we interact with, you know, hundreds, thousands of people online, just like messaging, trying to help them. So many of them come to us. We with these issues because they've, they've received like really shitty advice online. Um, but uh, lots of people, anyways, lots of people come and they're like, oh, you know, I tried doing carnivore diet, didn't really work. Like I was taking like this stack of supplements, like five different pills. I got these bottles and like, you know, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling good. And I'm like, you know, we're like, we're, we're shocked in this belief because you've, you've learned nothing, right? <laughs> you, you've learned nothing about the whole point of carnivore which is you do not need to rely on these exterior forces, these exterior resources, when all you really need to do is just fix eat what meat. you're eating, right? Yeah, eat, <laughs> eat the meat, eat, eat the animals, eat all of them. Eat, eat as many as you want, as many as you like, or, or as little as you like, right? Like it, it's really, that's the beauty of it. Uh, you know, meat, eggs, seafood, and dairy. Meat, eggs, dairy, and seafood. Get, get your real meds, right? M-E-E-D-S, meat, eggs, dairy, and <laughs> seafood. That's like, great. like, like that, that's, that's the whole point. Um, because 
you know, an animal eating its species appropriate diet is not deficient in pills or supplements. Like that's, that's just the, that should just be the message. Right. And that's not the message that people like, like him are spreading. And, you know, uh, that's why, like, I feel like there should be some pushback. Uh, but yeah, he's an, he's an amazing content creator for sure. Like I'll, I'll give him that. I, I agree with you, Anderson. Yeah. I think you're hundred percent right in that take. Uh, Cause you're, you're, that's, that's actually a great point. I didn't even think about it back to the carnivore diet. You're absolutely, we're, we're preaching to go back to eating animal meat and cutting out all the supplementation, getting all of our vitamins and nutrients from the diet that we eat rather than supplementing it uh, to cover up what we're not getting. And you, you guys don't eat organ meat. It's not a necessity. It def, there's definitely health benefits a hundred percent. There's yeah. it's the most nutrient dense food you could, you could eat for sure, but it's not a necessity, especially when you're eating a carnivore diet, where you're eating meat on a regular basis, eggs on a regular basis. Um, you don't need exactly, to, exactly. Yeah. I personally can't. And, you know, I really enjoy it. Cause I, I, I don't want to take these chemical filled protein shakes. Uh, that's why I got the steak shake. I really like that. It's just organ meat ground down, uh, with some cocoa in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <fucking> delicious. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, again, just to, you know, you gotta take the, the good with the bad, like, you know, innovative products like that, like the steak shake and these organ supplements, they, they will go a long way in raising awareness, right. About uh, mm-hmm. This this new alternative way of eating, it's not really new, right? It's, it's new just old like, way, right? Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 the human way of eating, yeah. but like yeah. it, it'll go a long way in raising awareness, and you know, along the way, we'll see more and more companies, I'm sure, come up with their uh, with their different products, right? Like uh, there's just, uh, organ supplements now are like the latest thing. Like there's so many other companies doing the same everywhere. thing. They're everywhere so, now. They're everywhere. Yeah. So Jay Anderson, like I said, we could keep you guys here all fucking night. It was a blast. Uh, we definitely got to do this again. Tell everybody where they could find you, what you guys got going on, uh, any uh, anything about your coaching program, and, and make sure you guys send me those links so I can link it down below uh, for everybody to just click in the description. Uh, but let everybody know where they can find you and what you guys are doing. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you so much, man. No, it's been a, it's been a pleasure coming here, and uh, you know you can find us. We are on. So Instagram is our flagship. Uh, you can find us at, at Butterfueled. So that's Butterfueled, not Field. Some people <laughs> uh, in, uh, yeah, so you can find us on Instagram. We're on Twitter, TikTok. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We're going to be working on our YouTube. Or uh, I think I feel like we should go on Rumble, man. On all these platforms, I, most of many of these I haven't even heard of. Like <laughs> we're, we're kicked off of YouTube. We're not allowed on YouTube. Uh, is, that, I, is that right? Yeah, I get yeah. treated like Alex Jones. Um, anytime I go on as a guest is on someone's show, their channel gets immediately removed. Most, Dude, re- wow. most recently, the fifth one, uh, about two and a half weeks ago, Catalyst Jones, he, uh, the host of the White Rabbit podcast, had me on as a guest. And it was a brand new account. Uh, it was only up for like a, a month and no strikes, nothing had me on. The next day, it was taken off the internet, the entire platform. So did, um, did you say any forbidden words? Yeah, like, what did you say on there? Yeah, you- uh, didn't say I. We <laughs> talked about uh, how ridiculous the media is with Q and the QAnon stuff. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that was about that it. That probably wasn't it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but still, yeah. but like, why, why, what, why should that? Ha- I, I mean, other people go on YouTube and talk about that stuff. Why me? 
there's so many people on YouTube still that talk about that stuff. And maybe you're too white. I get removed. Probably that's probably what it is. You're probably onto something. Yeah, probably onto something. Probably, but yeah, we've we've been removed from all those places. Uh, YouTube is Spotify took us down after two weeks. We're not allowed to be on Spotify. They don't fucking like us as pieces of shit. Yeah. We last uh, on YouTube a lot longer than I thought we would, to be honest. We, did. we got the 5,000 subs, and then we got to take, I really wanted that 10K sub badge so bad, and they they nuked us, those bastards. Um, yeah. Yeah, they don't, they, don't, they don't like us. But, yeah, any anything that you guys need help setting anything up with your YouTube channel or, any, like, we, we went through all the growing pains, uh, and we just figured it out as we went. So we'll gladly help you guys, anything you guys need getting on any of these platforms. Because um, yeah, we're like, you're, you're, thanks you're, a lot, man. you're phenomenal. I really love that you guys. Man, man. It's I much needed. That. So you, much needed. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. And, sorry, just one more thing, you know, just make sure we finish our plug. Yeah, so oh, yeah, find us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, uh, we're, we're going to be working more on our YouTube, but then also f- you can follow our fitness account at Butterfield Fitness. That's on Instagram. So, you know, our, our main page, Butterfield, that's going to be more, that's more like carnivore education, right? So we try to, uh, you know, sort of like provide education for people because if you're, if you're going to go on a meat heavy diet or meat based, animal based, carnivore, whatever you want to call it, um, it, it's funny that you have to become like a nutrition expert to defend the way you eat and the way that makes you feel good, right? So what we're looking to do is just arm people in this digestible information in digestible ways, arm them with information so that they can fight back and spread it. So that's Butterfield. And then to help help out people specifically with weight loss, sustainable weight loss and using an animal-based carnivore approach to it, we have our Butterfield Fitness page where, you know, we'll be, we post our workouts, our meals, and so I have just like tips for for that. And you can apply for our coaching there as well. Uh, two-on-one coaching. Uh, you know, gotta get the 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 just, just to try to help as many, many more people as possible because there's there's just a lot of bad information out there. Um, everywhere. Yeah. But uh yeah, no, yeah, we, we appreciate the support and you know we're all we're all in this battle for for humanity, right? So Amen. So it's it's been great uh, coming on the show and connecting with you guys, uh, James, Anthony, and, and Nick. Yeah, yeah, really, really appreciate you guys. Yeah, keep up, keep up the good I just work. Just and... you guys on everything. Yeah, oh, oh, sweet. Thank you, thank you, yeah, man. Thank, thank you. Yeah, I've been following you guys for a while. Yeah, for, uh, a, while, for a while. I've yeah. been following you. One of my like you, you, when James you said is like, yeah, we're gonna have Butterfield. I'm like, no shit, that's fucking awesome. that's what I love about your account the most. It is it's information based and it arms people with information. Like you posted that video on how canola oil is made. And I literally shared that with everybody. I was like, look at this shit. You're eating. Look at it. Get rid yeah. of it. Look at it. <laughs> look at it. Would you look at this? Would you just look yeah. at this? Dude, yeah, it's this? fucking poison, dude. Like <laughs> it really is. So I keep, keep, keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to keep sharing your work. Go give these guys a follow, check out what they're doing. Sign up for their coaching program. These guys are very, very smart. They're way smarter than than any of us. They know what they're doing. Um, maybe, maybe not Anthony. Anthony's pretty fucking good at at, at getting in shape. Anthony knows what he's doing. But nice. Me and James could fucking drink though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe not anymore. <laughs> maybe back in the day I could. Not anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, strive for progress, not perfection. And uh, you know, not everyone's gonna be a carnivore. Not everyone's gonna be eating ribeyes for breakfast. Like. You know, it's just the way it is. 
Especially now in today's economy, build back better economy, not the build back butter economy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> economy. all day. Yeah, um, <laughs> you gotta play, gotta play all sides, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but we really appreciate you guys coming out. We'll definitely do this again. Go give these guys a follow. Check out what they're doing. Uh, wealth of information. Uh, Jay and Anderson, you guys are are badass and keep up the good fight. Shout out to our sponsors, Kush Creams, number one topical in the game, twenty one time cannabis cup award winning. Where's my Kush Creams? I m- moved around my entire desk today and I can't fucking find it. Um, here it is. Go to kushcreams.com, code WPRUSA for the number one topical in the game. Uh, actually, you guys, we got to send you guys a little of this. Um, it's it's amazing. I'm very pasty white, as you can see. And I live in sunny Las Vegas and I burn very easily. And I use the natural sensi. I don't, I don't peel. I don't blister nothing. It's the best thing I've ever used. It's all natural. It's made with emu oil. Um, it's, it's fucking badass. Go to kushcreams.com code WPRUSA for 15% off. Also uh serious CBD. I forgot to mention earlier. It is on a temporary hold. They are reworking the back office. Serious CBD will be back up and running very soon. Uh, so be patient. Uh, my Patriot Cigars, they're fucking live. Sample packs are ready to go. Go get your five pack today at mypatriotcigars.com. Code WPRUSA for 15% off. As soon as you guys make that fucking flyer for me or whatever it's called, the mailing thing, I'll send out your roadcaster and some cigars for you guys. So you guys will have some samples. It's called the label. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm retarded. We know this. <laughs> um, it's nothing new. Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert class. And uh, that'll be gone. So go to MyPatriotCigars.com. Get your sample pack today and join Mikey Pello gang. Go to MyPello.com slash WPRUSA. Get all your geese, sheets, slippers, chunklates, everything that you need at MyPello.com slash WPRUSA. Guys, it's been a blast. We'll be back next week. Actually, I'll be back on Friday, Freedom Fridays as always. Uh, but we'll be back next week with our regularly scheduled program. Jay Anderson, again, appreciate you guys. Until next time. Where we yeah, go? Well, next time. Yeah, I know. Well. Thank you. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate, appreciate it. It was great. Thank you so much. Yeah, have a good night. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, 
and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again.
Tell the truth.